King Gates, you all a savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Hot sports radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. Wanna sports radios. Legendary figure. Children's Happy Bobby Bonilla Day on this Monday, July. It's July 1st already. You know what that means, Robin? What does that mean? It means the year's half over. No, 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 it can't be. Yes, it is. See, no. this said uh, there's 12 months See, in a no, year. But I'm not gonna accept it because I'm not ready. Well, nobody's ready, Robin. I'm not ready. The fact ready. that we just made it six months into the new year. Is good enough for me. <laughs> Not ready. But it's also Canada Day, Robin. And before we begin today's festivities, let's all stand as one, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got our birthday coming up. Not my birthday or Robin's. July 4th is the birthday of America. For those of you who still care about America and want to celebrate it, just don't blow your hands off with stupid fireworks. And oh, by the way, memo you're not supposed to blow up fireworks the week before or two weeks before the 4th of July. For some reason, now because fireworks are so readily available now, I know every single night, it doesn't matter it's whether nuts. it's a holiday. Remember when we used to just worry about Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day? Now people are shooting off fireworks every damn night, and when you live in a city like Philadelphia, you don't know if it's fireworks or somebody getting shot up. It's an outrage. But anyway, it is... Canada Day, Robin. That is correct. And as we say to our neighbors to the north, A, go have another uh, cheeseburger. Is Canada known for cheeseburgers? No, no, that's an old joke about uh, Jim Schoenfeld telling okay, a referee. Okay, I don't get it. Go, no, go have another donut, you fat slob. We send this one out to Don Koharski and Jim Schoenfeld today to commemorate the birthday. And we can all sing along because I have the lyrics. Okay, let's sing along. Let's see if you know the words. Let's go to Canada. <laughs> Everybody now. Canada. I don't know the words. Our home and native land. True patriot love. Patriots. In all of us come back. 
us. Make glowing hearts we see thee rise. Strong and free. Stand up. At least I'm not kneeling. <laughs> and the Canadians have scored. No, not the Montreal Canadians. The entire country of Canada out there. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. And any of those who are listening in Canada, you are doubly welcome. <laughs> we acknowledge all the greatness in the in this world, even our dreaded neighbors to the north. They're not it dreaded. They're all right. It is a good uh, uh, <laughs> song, though. I like the song. What this song? No. Oh, Canada. Oh, yeah, Canada. it's a good anthem. It's, it's a good I anthem. I told you the one. I, I don't like the Netherlands one. There's a lot of anthems I don't get. Well, I don't like. You're wrong about you have, that. It has to sound good. It has to have a good melody. Forget about the words. Most of these anthems don't make any sense. But they sound good. Happy Canada Day, eh? And, of course, more importantly, Robin, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And I realize I did the math this morning. Bobby Bonilla, the former New York Met, former Pittsburgh Pirate before that, si. and I have something in common. We are tied together. There is a bond. No, I'm not getting paid $1,119,248.20 every July 1st, as he has been since 2000. It is the great... We're seeing, and we'll get to the NBA, but we're seeing all these crazy max-out contracts. Do you realize, Robin, that in the year 2000, Bobby Bonilla's salary was $5.9 million. He decided that he wasn't going to take the lump sum payout like you'd make that decision when you hit the lottery, the mega or the Powerball. You know, you could take the lump sum yes, or you yes. can take the, uh, the monthly, the yearly payments. Like, like, a, like an annuity kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. And if you take the lump sum, they basically screw you. They take it in half. Right. But people would rather have the cash now than worrying about collecting the money for the next 50 J. G. years. J.G. Wentworth, if you want your cash now. No, that's if you have a structured settlement and you <laughs> need cash now. What happens if I don't have a structured settlement yeah. and I need cash now? Then Can you... I still call J.G. Wentworth? I don't think so. But anyway, Canadian Anthem is good. Yes, it It's really is. good. But anyway, back to uh, Bobby Bonilla. So Bobby Bonilla, as I said, could have taken $5.9 million. But no, he was smart. His agent was smart. And every July 1st, he gets a check. For one thousand one hundred nineteen dollars, one thousand one hundred nineteen two forty eight twenty every every year on this day, he's been getting it now. He's already made ten million dollars based on the annuity payments, and guess what? There's more. He has sixteen payments remaining. Jeez. So for the next wow. sixteen years, see now five point five point nine. 8% interest every year compounded daily. Yep. 
He gets a million plus, almost a million and a quarter dollars every year. He's already made 10. And now all of a sudden, he still has 16 payments left. And you know who else has 16 payments left? I'm not getting 16 more payments. No, you're not. But Bobby Bonilla gets 16 more years of million-dollar checks. I have 16 more months of alimony checks to write before I, too, am a free man. Free at last. Free at last. <sighs> that is a great con. My contract sucks. Bobby Bonilla. People say, well, Bobby, you're, you and Bobby. No, Bobby Bonilla is getting a check every year on July 1st. Yes. I'm writing a check it's- every month. Bobby, for the next 16 Bobby months. Bobby and your ex-wife. Uh, they both celebrate. Yeah. My wife celebrates on the 15th of every month, my ex-wife. Bobby Bonilla waits and wakes up on July 1st, waiting for that check. Christmas in July. It really is. That's why I think that's where the term Christmas in July <laughs> came because from. because of Bobby. <laughs> Speaking of July, I did some, you know, before we get ready for the show, we always try to find some musical accompaniment. We, yeah. You know, I got the, I told you it was Canada Day because right. it's trending and- it's Canada Day. It's like their birthday, which ours will be on Thursday. And there's a ton of Fourth of July songs. We all know those. Yes. But, but meanwhile. Regular Fourth of July, you and I were both looking. Yeah, but there's no July songs. Well, there are. There but are, they but they're suck. bad. There's like yeah. no signature song. Like there's signature summer songs, which and, we did. And signature December songs. Exactly. And when, yeah. June. I mean, almost every month there's some song about it. See you in September. It's like every month has a signature song that you remember. So I did a big search. Robin and I both did searches. Not 4th of July, remember? Yes. Just, just the July month of songs. July. There's a lot of songs that have July in them, but they're not what you would call hits. No. They're fringe. I don't want fringe on this show. Even though I like fringe arts and some fringy characters. It's just about... See, it's now, just about hits. I want the hits. Right. So I, I did searches. Now, the, here's another website that just popped up that did not pop up before. 32 songs about July. Right. And there's groups with the name July in it. Right. But there's no, like, signature and, July song. Right. Because most of these, when they they wheel in the 4th of July songs, which we're not looking for. We're right. just looking for July. So there's here's a Ocean's Color scene uh, no, there's a lot of instrumentals yes. and they're visuals, but they're not July. And Again, so if anybody for- can think of a July song that's about July. The Dixie Chicks have cold day in July. But it ain't a cold day. It's like 100 degrees out. Let me give a taste of that one, though. The Dixie but, Chicks one? Let's yeah. see. The Dixie Chicks, I, I'm, I don't even know if I've heard this. Because it wasn't. Was it a hit? I don't think so. We just play the hits on this show. We don't do any B-sides or fringe oldies. So, you know, I have to transfer it over to uh, the Amazon Unlimited. So By the that way, I have I don't breaking have any- hockey news. We're going to get to the NBA, but breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, Sergei Bobrovsky, another former Flyer goaler, gets a seven-year, $70 million contract. Wow. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. wow. Oh, I even talked it up. Without even knowing. I could feel it. I could feel them. Bob! Alright, 
I hate to do it to the Dixie Chicks, Robin. I got to give him one of those right yeah. now. I think we're nixing this one. Get out. This doesn't even say... No, it sucks. Get it out yeah. of here. I agree. Smash it or trash it. We're trashing that song, ladies and gentlemen. Now there's July, July by the Decemberists. Decemberists? December. Are they like the Federalists? Let's see. And then there's a new beer place down the street here in South Philadelphia. You know what that What is that called? It's a beer, but it's got an ist at the end of it, too. Not misogynist, sexist, or any of those ists. <laughs> Everything now has an ist at the end of it. What's that one called? It's, it's um, oh, it's a beer topic. Yeah, I forget what it is. Here, so this is the Decemberists. The Decemberists. July, July. There is a road that meets the road that goes to my house. And now the green grows there. Uh-oh. And we got special <laughs> boots the path to my house. And it's careful, and it's careful when I'm there. Let's get to the July part. Come on, guys. And how his guts were all suspended in ah. his fingers, and how he held them, how he held them, held them in. And the water rolls down the drain. Speaking it down the drain, right, right there. Yeah. Again. It's all right. But it stinks. Get it out. Cut it off, Robin. We still haven't even... They haven't even come to July, July yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you don't get to July early in the song, I don't want to hear it. It sounds like a bad uh, alt band playing live on the street like we had out here yesterday. See, now... They were awful. Everybody... There's a lot of people that are talking about Fall Out Boy, 4th of July. That's no, we know there's 4th of July songs. There's a gazillion of them. We're not talking about 4th of July. We're talking about July, period. There's June songs. There's June bugs. What's the only thing about July is Christmas in July. As someone once said, what don't you f- understand? Exactly. Now, this is a cool Christmas in July song by the great Leo Sayer. Can you bring up my thingy there, Robin, and play this baby? Yeah. Remember Leo Sayer? He had a bunch of hits called When I Need When I See You. You'll recognize his voice. Leo Sayer. This is called Christmas. In July. And it's explicit. I guess it's bad. Well, I'm half a mile from Canberra Where it snowed for 15 minutes Now it's gone At least it's the guy had hits. I could put my stocking on the tree Suspending all belief But I know that's wrong So uh, very Let me wait till he gets to the hook here Before I gas this one. Well, See, at least you can tell this guy's a major recording artist. I guess the Dixie, Dixie Chicks were too, before they uh, jumped the shark. But this is Christmas. It, see, I don't get the I get the Christmas in July, but I don't. Because Hallmark Channel, believe it or not, at midnight last night. I'm not kidding. I'm flipping around the channels. All the sports yeah. is over. And they're already doing yep. Christmas mu- movies. Yep. Christmas shows on Hallmark Channel because it's July. Which this year is going to be hampered quite a bit. I'm sure that they're like trying to figure out what they're going to do because What's-Her-Face, who's going to be in jail, and they've... Lori Loughlin. Lori we don't Laughlin. know if he's going to go to jail. Well... But she's but, not going to be on any not movies. On the, yeah, she's not on the Hallmark Channel anymore. She was probably in every other Hallmark movie. I know. They'll just find some other sappy chick to do some uh, sad songs and sad movies to really get our spirits... 
raised in the heat of July. Now, do you know? Do you know a, uh, a artist named L. Jones? No. He has a. Was he traded today in the NBA? I don't know. What, don't know, what roster was he on? This is an. This is a song called July. So far, the beat's pretty good. This we got all kinds of hockey news breaking right now. Well, luckily, we have our hockey correspondents out there paying close attention to it. So far, this is your kind of uh, chill type of uh, beat there going on there. Yeah, it's all right. It's chill. I put the ribs on the grill. Have this cranking in it. It's not really yeah. cranking. Just L. Jones is dope. Are there any lyrics to L. Jones? I don't music? know. I don't know L. I know I'm asking. How L do I look like? <laughs> I'm I'm saying this is an instrumental. It's all right. I like instrumentals. I don't well, have to learn the words. Then an, an <laughs> instrumental. You can call any instrumental song July, because who would know better? This one's got a good beat. You don't have to dance to it. It's just good beats right here. Just beats. Not okay. bad beats. That'll be tonight with uh, Scott Van Pelt on Sports Center. <laughs> Sorry. Well, All right, that's good beats so right So, yes. There. So, our point is that if there are any musicians out there, get with the program, people, and start recording some July songs. Not Fourth of July, just no, July exactly. songs. There's got to be some major artist Good out there. Good Lord. Robert watches all these songwriter shows, and like, and all the songs are the same. Oh, I lost my wife, and oh my God, my life sucks. Oh my God, I'm, I'm single, and I don't know what to do. How about writing good songs? Okay. Everybody's got the same sappy songs. Give me something good, damn it. There's I don't want to hear about, oh, there's so many great songwriters, and look at the talent. Natty? I can go hear those people on the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica who have better talent than a lot of these slap dicks that they're throwing out there telling me they're great songwriters. Dude. One more before we go on to the next topic. This is Natty. Natty? Not Natty Ice. No, this is Natty July. Got a little reggae. Got a little reggae so you know you can smoke dope to this. Smoke enough dope, AJ in San Antonio says every song sounds like this. I'm adding this to the July 1st playlist, Tony Bruno. Remember leaving town in the crazy ball of smoke. Futanka Petru, but our pockets were broke. Dreaming of beaches. Even if you don't know who the artist is, if you hear reggae I know. or this kind of beat, you know, and it kind of it, like you think of summer when you hear reggae, warm weather. Or steel or, or, or uh, steel drums. You know what I'm saying? You hear steel drums, you not immediately start bopping. Driving in the driving seat, playing James Brown at four in the morning, just so I don't sleep. There the week goes, another week. With me and my amigos, amigos. I like it. All right, save that one. I saved it. Save that one. We got a whole month to play this. It is saved. <laughs> and then we'll play Fourth of July stuff. And uh... well, we'll. Throughout the show, I'll I'll pull up a couple more and see if they're any good to add to the list. Now, TJ uh, 
T-Jax, New York, says, Aunt Becky prison movies? What channel will they be on this fall? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think she and Pam Pam Greer are going to team up to do some remakes of the classic women in prison movies. Remember Pam Greer? Yes. She was in all those women in prison movies. Man, they were hot. What was the other one there? The, the, the some something black. Her last name was Black. I don't know. Not uh, Elizabeth Black, Sharon Black. No, but like. I think of Pam Greer, and I think of that whole genre of women in prison movies. Olivia Black. Mm, no, Black she... Mama, White Mama. <laughs> no, I have <clears> to. <throat> I'll have to look it up. But there was a there was orange is a new black. There was an actress with a last name Black. I don't know, but was she popular? Because I don't remember yeah, her. Yeah, no, it was like I in only the 70s. know again. I only know the hits, Robin. I think she was. Uh, <clears throat> she was in Swamp Thing, the Swamp movie. The Swamp Thing chick was what's her name with the big boobs? Wasn't her last name Black? No. Hmm. I don't no. know. No. I don't know. Full House in the Big House. Yeah, that'd be a good. Uh, <laughs> Full House <laughs> in, in the, the Big House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yes. <laughs> Foxy Brown, Pam Greer was great. And meanwhile, let's get back to the business because, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to have to have I'm going to have to have Trevor call in today because he's keeping track of all these. There's a lot of NHL moves going on. Right. The NBA didn't waste any time. I mean, the second six o'clock hit last night. Every trade that everybody was talking about for the last two weeks right, that already, they were supposedly not talking about. Right. I mean, they had these deals pre-done. There were some surprises. And there were some, uh, you know, like people scratching their heads. And there were teams that did well. Obviously, the Brooklyn Nets are the big story. But let's get to the NBA draft board. And I have the list here, ladies and gentlemen, that I have prepared and checked twice. I have in my hands the top 60 free agents available. And pretty much most of them are gone. In fact, in the top 30 free agents available, if the price was right and they can make deals to trade him. Two of the top 30, there's only two left of the top 30, and obviously Kawhi Leonard's number one on the list, and now he's sitting there, and teams like the Lakers and the Clippers and the Knicks and all these other teams hoping to get Kawhi Leonard. Remember, he's going to go back to Toronto last and supposedly give them a shot to bring him back. Now, if that happens, the Lakers, who have been getting rid of all this cap room, to bring him in with Anthony Davis and LeBron. And if he doesn't go to the Lakers, I don't know if he's going to go to the Clippers. If he goes back to Toronto, a lot of teams did a lot of maneuvering to get one guy. And if he doesn't go to the L.A. teams, and here's the other part that just shows you how pretentious New York and Los Angeles are when it comes to we... Now, I understand the importance of the media markets. But, for example, we talk about this a lot. New York, it's supposed to be about the Knicks, right? Because they have two basketball teams. The Nets used to be the New Jersey Nets, even though they were a New York team because they were right across the bridge. But the Nets moved to Brooklyn, have their own building, and yet the pomposity of the New York media and the NBA writers who think anybody, especially New York uh, fans who are writers, New York Knicks fans. A lot of them are in the media. Stephen A. Smith's a New York Knicks fan. Again, they can root for their teams. I don't care about that. I mean, I root for the Sixers. I like the Warriors. But it's interesting how everybody pretty much had thought that the New York Knicks, who have been out of the NBA championship picture since 1973, they had a couple of good teams with Patrick Ewing who had a chance to win. 
but they had Michael Jordan in their way. So the Knicks have not won since 1973, Robin, the year I was married. How many years ago is that now, 73? Uh, 47? Yeah, I mean, even the Flyers have won a Stanley Cup more recently than the Knicks have won an NBA championship. The Flyers are people who aren't even born. There are grandparents who are alive that saw the Flyers win. I was alive, but the Knicks, 1973, in New York City. 46 and a half years ago. In the world's most second most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. So, of course, the NBA, and then they didn't get Zion in the draft after tanking and trying to get the 1-1 pick, and they didn't get him. And everybody thought, oh, let me give you an example of how the New York media, basically Knicks fans, not Net fans, just pretty much assumed that if 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 Kevin Durant was going to go to New York, uh-huh. he was going to go to the Knicks. Mike Francesa, by the way, one of my favorite sports talk hosts, got a phone call the other day on Friday as free agency was about to commence, and he pretty much laid out the mindset of most New York media honks who are New York Knicks fans trying to suggest that the Knicks were going to get these players because, hey, they're the Knicks. Let's go to the tape. One variable that's remained the same for 20 years, and it's the owner. Why would Kevin Durant want to come play for James Dolan? If he really wants to come to New York and build a brand and prove he's the king of New York, go to Brooklyn, Mike. No, 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 listen, that's comical. That's comical because the difference between being in Madison Square Garden, the difference between being in the Barclays, and this is not meant to in any way to disparage the the Barclays Center, but to compare the Barclays Center to Madison Square Garden might be the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, okay? As far as I'm concerned, if I was Durant, Jim Dolan wouldn't be a factor. He's going to pay me whatever I want. He's going to wine and dine me. He's going to give me anything he wants. Mm -hmm. What is Jim Dolan not going to do for him? Jim Dolan's going to give him anything he wants. Hey, listen, I, I mean, Mike, I love you. I'm a fan of yours for years. All right? I don't think anybody's even close to you. But, Michael, not for nothing. Madison Square Garden at the Barclays Center, I agree. It's a better stadium. But it's definitely not bringing anybody here. I mean, what? let's be honest. Wait a second. This is, Mad- this is one of the most famous arenas in the world. Michael, where's the free agents the past 25 years? It's so famous. Wait a second. They have never, ever, ever been in the position they are in now. New York City and Madison Square Garden are not a drawing card. That's what we've come to in life. The Madison Square Garden and New York City are not drawing cards. Nope. People come here and save their best game of their life. LeBron James has always turned it on at Madison Square Garden. Michael Jordan always turned it on at Madison Square Garden. Why? People love to come play. Great players love to come play at Madison Square Garden. Why? Because it's Madison Square Garden. It's what? Mike, I'm sorry. I hate now to do it. Now all of a sudden, Madison Square Garden doesn't matter anymore. Mike, I hate to cut you off, buddy. How about that? A caller calls him and explains why... It doesn't matter that James Dolan, the much-hated owner of the New York Knicks... And oh, by the way, Mike, I know you're the greatest of all time, and you know everything that's going on in New York, sort of like I know everything that's going on in Philly, which I don't. But I don't pretend to. And don't give me the Madison Square Garden crap. That caller called you and said that he would go to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. And then Mike mistakenly says, well, you know, James Dolan, what's Jim Dolan going on? 
Jim Dolan's going to give him everything he wants. Guess what, Mikey? Hey, Mikey. Ah, Mikey, you're wrong. Because James Dolan didn't want to offer Kevin Durant. Not a five-year max deal, not even a four-year max deal. So for all the, well, it's the Knicks, it's Madison Square Garden, it's the Garden, it's the greatest, the world's second most famous arena, dog. Unbelievable. Unbelievable pomposity to think that that's Madison Square Garden. And listen, Madison Square Garden's famous. I call it the world's second most famous arena. And you know what the world's most famous arena is, Robin? Yes, I do. What is it? It is the one in Greece, in Athens. No, Robin, oh. Oh, no, 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 the one in Rome. Sorry, it's the Colosseum. Colosseum in Rome. Sorry, Colosseum. Jesus. I knew it was over there. Oops. Jesus, Robin. Oi, I have to give myself a bump, bump, de bump. Because the I world's most know. famous arena is the Colosseum the in Rome. Colosseum. Knicks players go to die in Madison Square Garden. Gladiators want to die in the Colosseum in Rome. But at least they went to the Coliseum in Rome to die. D. Conrad said that that was a great <laughs> mad dog. I, I don't even do a mad dog. I love him. But it, did you hear that? The caller is smarter than the talk show host. Yes. Which happens a lot. I have a lot of smart callers oh, absolutely. and listeners. I take advice from people. They may know more than I do. I don't pretend to know everything. Although but when I'm, I'm sitting in New York and I'm the king of New York sports. And I'm telling you that James Dolan, he's not going to let them. He's going to give him everything he wants. He's going to wine and dine him. It's ridiculous, man. <sighs> and, and by the way, hey, Mike, you live in New York. You work in New York your entire life. Brooklyn is a borough of New York. It's a borough of New York. It's not New Jersey anymore. It's not the Meadowlands and the swamps. So enough with the Madison Square Garden. People want to go there because it's Madison Square Garden. No, they don't. They don't want to play there. They saw Carmelo. They saw all the crap that they throw in there. They saw Porzingis. They saw it's a bad organization and a bad owner. Yeah, yeah, And so they stuck it up the Knicks' ass again. The Knicks signed a couple of guys, but they, they, it's just ridiculous. And you know what I say to the Garden? Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly. Thank you. All right, <laughs> Thank you, AJ then. and Cincinnati. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony alone is a reason why people don't want to go. <laughs> to... <laughs> anyway, so again, I don't want to. I don't mean to rip guys. Somebody sent me that, and as soon as I saw Kevin Durant, that was pretty funny. Going to Brooklyn because he could have gone to the Knicks, but he didn't want to. Obviously, first of all, as I mentioned, you know what the most important reason why Kevin Durant did not want to go to the New York Knicks because the owner who would give him anything he wants and wine and dine him. Didn't even want to give him a four-year contract. Brooklyn, meanwhile, gave him a four-year contract, and it's basically a three-year contract because Kevin Durant is going to miss an entire season. He's going to miss. He's not going to play. Mm -hmm. So they basically bought a guy for four years and said, okay, you take the first year off to recuperate from your Achilles injury. So he's basically getting three years, $142 million, Kevin Durant. The deal is four years, 142, but he's not going to play the first year in Brooklyn. So he got three years, 142. So he's going to go to slime ball owner James Dolan and say, I'll play for three because it's Madison Square Garden? No, that's not how it works, Mikey. It's not how it works. All right, enough with the uh, Mike and the Mag Dog impersonations. Are you done? Yes. So Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, go to Brooklyn. The next, we're left holding the empty 1973 gift bag 
that they got back in the day, the last time they won. They actually have the Knicks 1973 championship entombed down in the bowels. You have to go through Penn Station, then you got to go down the tunnels, and then you got to get on a train that goes all the way out into an empty station that no longer exists to find the relics. It's the one that... um, What's-his-face went to in the Midnight Meat Market? Oh, sure. <laughs> midnight uh, okay. Meat Train. Meat, midnight Meat Train. By the way... You know, it was in that... Bautista was in that movie. Yes. No, no, no. It was no, Vinnie no, no, Jones. No, yeah, it was Vinnie Jones. Jones and the great... No. Who was the star of that Bradley, movie? Bradley... Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is It is a good... It's a good movie, but it's a, it's a slasher movie. It's but a, it's good. That's where the Knicks championship banner... <laughs> From 1973 sits in that train station where the aliens from another world are eating, eating human beings that are taken from the subway trains at late night. That's where you'll find the Knicks relics. I know we've mentioned this before. (laughs) If you've never watched the uh, PBS documentary on... uh, The Midnight Me Train? No. Uh. (laughs) On uh, Penn Station, not... No, Pennsylvania Station. Pennsylvania yeah. Station. The original Pennsylvania the Station. Original. You got to watch it. Every time I go there now, or every time I talk about it, every time I talk about uh, the arena above, it, I, I just, it's sad. It's sad to me because I know what was there, what, what was so much more beautiful. And yet, we, not that Madison Square Garden isn't great. No, but it's been there. The Madison Square Garden was built where the old Pennsylvania and station it's sad. stood. It, they should because done, they wanted to move it ugh, downtown, it's and just they wanted to. I get it, Robin. They they tore it down. I know. And and it was. And the story is the reason that was the last major unbelievable architecture in oh, New York that was turned God. down because yeah. of Jacqueline Kennedy yep. Onassis. Yep. She was the one who changed the rules that if you because of a real estate deal. You're going to be tearing down these legendary facilities, and Penn Station was beautiful. It was, but because they wanted amazing. to gut down, but Penn Station still remains underneath. They didn't move that. Yeah, they. Just, but it's now just a, basically an under underground right. sewer, and uh, you go on your trains and everybody. It's an amazing facility, but it's no It's no um, it Grand was, Central. It was even grander than Grand Central prior to it being torn of down. Of course, it was an unbelievable it was just structure. Unbelievable. But it's not Madison Square Garden, Robin. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes to Madison Square Garden. It's sad. Anyway, enough. Now let me get back to the rest of the NBA, Robin. All right. Enough of the tomfoolery and hijinks here. We got serious business to get to today. Serious business. But let me play this, Robin. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. So the big winner is obviously the Brooklyn Nets. Now, even though they, I don't know how far they're going to go one year without can I Kevin the, Durant. Can I see the list that you had to uh, print out just for all? <laughs> These are the top 60. I hold in my hands <laughs> the top 60 NBA free agents. And they all <laughs> happened within five seconds. They did. The only guy in the top, let's see, players uh, one through, well, DeMarcus Cousins is at 14. He is still unsigned okay. as an unrestricted right. free agent. So the 14th best player, according to this, not it's not about what are the, the best player. These are the, the 14 top players. Everybody there has been dealt or moved or signed. So DeMarcus Cousins sitting there. Marcus Morris, one of the Morris brothers, former Celtic, unrestricted. He's still sitting there. He mm-hmm. was the 21st player available. Mm-hmm. Nikola Mirotic, who was a free agent, said, ah, screw the NBA. I'm going back to Spain next year because the, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the, the hot plane. Latina women. Thaddeus Young got a new deal. And then it's Kelly Oubre Jr. from their Phoenix Suns is sitting there at number 29. So out of the top 30, 
there's three players who have not been taken yet, and I mentioned them. Number one, Kawhi Leonard. Number 14, the great DeMarcus Cousins, last seen playing for your Golden State Warriors. And Marcus Morris. I'm sorry, so there's four of the top 30 that are still available. Kelly Oubre. That's it, of the top 30. That's unbelievable. And obviously, the the cream of the crop is Kawhi Leonard. He's still waiting because he's going to get... You talk about a guy now... These teams are in deep, deep doo-doo. Because now the Lakers better have to pray that Kawhi Leonard goes there if they want to become the bees. And now, you know, with obviously LeBron and Anthony Davis, they're going to get guys to go out there. But they don't get Kawhi, they won't have the three-headed monster. And if they do get Kawhi and he decides to go there, then the Lakers will be the best team in the West. Because the Golden State Warriors, they're still good. They got D'Angelo Russell. They're going to miss Klay Thompson for a year, but they gave him four years, 190, so Klay Thompson will probably miss a year, too. So they get D'Angelo Russell from Brooklyn, four years, $117 million. They ship out Andre Iguodala to Memphis, and who knows if he's going to wind up playing there. And so the Warriors have changed a little bit. They're still good, but I don't think you can sit here and say on this Monday, July 1st, that the Warriors are still the team to beat in the Western Conference. Because obviously, it's all about Kawhi Leonard now. Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard goes to the Lakers. And the Lakers may already be the favorite to win in the West. Just with LeBron and Anthony Davis. And then they can get a bunch of guys off the street and try to win with that team. As long as LeBron likes him. They bring in guys and then LeBron decides a couple months in, hey, you know what? I don't like these guys. Get rid of them and plays GM again. Then I don't know what happens. But you know, LeBron's the one who will say, finally, Exactly. And sometimes LeBron picks out guys that we thought would make it good, but he makes a shit. Now, Pretty do you, much. Do you feel that there are any trades that were just god-awful? No, I mean, you know, the, the, some teams don't have the money. Memphis, they're trying to... The, the small market teams, again, <clears throat> as I've been saying for the most part. Boston, two years ago, you know, they were the they were the darlings of the NBA. They got all these picks, the Sixers made trades, and... You know, and then they lose Kyrie Irving. Is that a big deal? I don't know. Some people think Kyrie Irving is bad to have on your team. So he leaves Boston. Now, Boston is getting Kemba Walker, who's a great player, but he was hurt last year. So Charlotte right now is basically a a vast wasteland, unfortunately. They may need to bring Michael Jordan back to play again if they want anybody to go watch them play basketball in Charlotte. The Sixers, obviously, they are reprocessing right now. (laughs) The original process, the original process out the window. And what they have left from the original process is obviously the big guy. Right. And they have Ben Simmons, who was the number one pick. Now they have Zaire Smith, who was a pick last year. And then they got this year's first round pick, who looks pretty good. But you can't count those guys as givens. They're going to be there. And obviously, even if they don't start which based on the new starting five for the Sixers, because they got Al Horford, great pickup, but he's 33 years old. So they're going for it now in the Eastern Conference. Jimmy Butler, everybody said, oh, you got to max him out, do the deal. Jimmy Butler, you can't let him go. And then we found out that the Sixers didn't want to give Jimmy Butler not a four-year deal or not a five-year deal. They decided they did not want to pay Jimmy Butler the five-year max-out contract. Because everybody says, do the deal, and whatever the other stupid terms that we're using. Bring it up, or whatever the hell else 
people on Twitter and with hashtags that make no sense that jump the shark. Bring it up. Bring this up right here. I brought some stuff up Saturday night, which we won't get into. Is Kyrie Irving a cancer? 215, no, I'm not even going to do that. See, I mean, that's what people will be doing today all over these NBA markets. Our phone number is 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. So the Sixers have new management, obviously. Elton Brand is doing what he thinks is going to be the steps that will take this team to a championship. J.J. Redick is gone. Everybody loved J.J., man. He can shoot the ball. Excuse me. J.J. goes to New Orleans and signs a contract because the Sixers weren't going to give J.J. Redick two years. Everybody loves the players that they fall in love with, and then they think, well, they loved it here. J.J. Redick loved it here. You know what they love more? They like a two-year guaranteed contract at the end of their career more. (laughs) And as much as we love these players and they're great players – the whole love affair, people don't realize this is a business. This isn't about, hey, you know, J.J. once winked at me and threw a towel into the stands. J.J. Reddick doesn't care about you. He doesn't care. He's going to New Orleans because they offered him two years. It's all about the Benjamins, Bob. It's about the Greens. Now what are you going to do with those J.J. Reddick Sixer T-shirts? J.J. Reddick, how do you like him now? Fuck them. Fuck them. You know, that's the problem with the fans. They become, you know, oh, dad. Oh, he's daddy and all this other stuff. Now, when women call me daddy, I mean, that's a different thing. But when you're going to call young guys in their 20s. even better, I pop. I pop. Papi. Papi. You don't have that on your front I, I have top it on, screen? No, I have it on Luigi's thing, and his, his things are so damn small, I can't see it. It's ridiculous, man. I know. I actually have yeah. all of those sound drops. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah, man, because that's what I give on this show. I give shits, because a lot of, you know, the old thing is, that's how many bleeps I have to give. I give plenty of bleeps on this show every day. But all the fans who fall in love with players... Jimmy Butler, oh, Jimmy Butler, bring it up, or whatever the hell. What was the, what was the hashtag people were using? It's ridiculous. Somebody will tell us. Bring the ball up, run it up, or run it up, or something like that. I don't know what it was. It's just like, oh, trust the process. My buddy Joe Corrado had a list of things that have jumped the shark. You know what's really jumped the shark already for me, and I've been saying it for weeks? What's that? Barreling the ball. I know. Baseball's been around it's for over 100 crazy. years. And now every talking head on radio and TV mentions barreling the ball. Yeah. The barrel's been there since the, unless it's cricket, the baseball bat's always had a barrel on it. And they have, Now all of a sudden it's about barreling the ball? Yeah, they've, they've rolled out that barrel a lot lately. Now, well, I rolled really, out the barrel too because we have a barrel of fun. Roll out the barrel. Roll out the barrel. We have to find that, Robin. Um, Roll out that damn barrel right now. Eddie's version is fine with me. By the way, Lily just went to the bathroom down here, and I hate to do it to her. Yeah, it's a little stinky. I'll I'll clean that up in a minute, too. (laughs) Clean up on aisle four. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, This is, oh, this is a, this is on an album called Great Classic 
Aussie pub songs. Aussie pub songs? I want like a mummer's version of Roll Out the Barrel. Roll out the barrel. This is a Polish song. I it's okay, though. It's okay. It's, nobody knows it's a stupid death. Roll out the barrel. We got the blues on the run. Dad. I know him. Wasn't he traded by to the uh, Memphis Grizzlies yesterday? Zing Bo Tarara? Time to roll the barrel for the gang's all here. Well, it's time to roll that barrel back where it came from because it is annoying to hear everybody saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. Run it back. That was a hashtag. Run okay. it back. That means the point guard runs the ball up the court. That's how clever the NBA geniuses out there are now. Run it back. Ridiculous. I get hashtags, but it just doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe it's because I'm old. But anyway, so the Sixers are reprocessing. Do we have to have a new hashtag, trust the reprocess? You know, processed meats are bad for you. And now we've learned that the process, did it really work? Joel Embiid fell under their laps at number three. They took a chance with him, and obviously it was a good decision. You know, the number one overall pick, Ben Simmons. Great player, but they don't even want to max him out right now or give him a deal. And they got a couple of other players, but Markel Fultz, I mean, you go down the list. Did the process really work? Because right now they're, they're in the reprocess, a remix of the process. They bring in Jimmy Butler, trade a couple of guys who are process guys, Rocco and Sarich, who now will probably be back in a smoke-filled gym in Turkey before long. J.J. Redick, they brought him here, did a good job. Goes for the money. But I got to give the Sixers credit because at least they have a plan. It didn't look like it. You know why? Because unlike the Lakers and the Knicks and all these other teams that want to make sure everybody knows what they're doing, the Sixers did it on the down low. Elton Brand did it the right way. You don't negotiate in public. You don't tell everybody you want Al Horford. You know, Adrian Wojnarowski was dropping Woj bombs all over the place. But the one thing that he, he brought up, the Jimmy Butler thing last week, remember, early last week, he's the one that brought up Jimmy Butler with Miami right. in a mix because he knew the other teams who wanted Jimmy Butler, particularly the Miami, the Miami Heat, they were all tweeting. Jimmy Butler was retweeting with uh, Dwayne Wade. And, and so these guys are playing their card, trying to put the pressure on the Sixers so that Jimmy Butler fans in Philly would say, what are you doing, Elton Brand? How do you not let Jimmy, how do you not max him out and bring him back here? And so what happens? Jimmy Butler goes on Twitter, and then he uh, starts talking to people in Miami. And he's talking with Dwayne Wade. And so he's obviously saying, hey, you know what? I'll come there if the Sixers don't want to give me the max deal. What about that uh, sign-and-trade deal? And that's what happened. Jimmy Butler tipped his hand, hoping that the Sixers would go and say, we can't let you go, Jim. Here's a five-year guaranteed contract. So they looked elsewhere. But they did it quietly. They weren't the ones putting out the feelers that they were trying to get rid of Jimmy Butler. They weren't trying to get rid of him. They wanted to bring him in at their price. Just like James Dolan, as bad as of an owner as he is of the New York Knicks, he didn't want to go out and give Kevin Durant, a guy who's not going to play for an entire year, five-year guaranteed contract. You can call him cheap. You can call him a moron, and you'd be correct on both points. But he decided that even though it's Madison Square Garden, having a guy not play for you for a year doesn't make any sense, and he didn't want to do it. Now, the Knicks are fans are upset because how do you not, if you're the Knicks, go after the best available guy? I don't think Kawhi's in the Knicks' radar. 
I don't think he is. Because you know what you're noticing about these guys who are free agents? And obviously, Jimmy Butler wasn't a free agent. He had a contract. But the bottom line is this. Guys want to play with other guys. So it's like, let's get the team back together. It's like, you want to play with, uh, Kevin Durant wanted to play with Kyrie Irving. Anthony Davis, LeBron wanted Anthony Davis to play with him. It's always about, you're not going to go to a right. team by yourself and then try to rebuild it by yourself. No. And so the whole thing about Kevin Durant wanted to be the star with the Knicks. No, he didn't. He wanted to have a guy with him that could go to a team that already has some nice young pieces in play and build that thing up and be and already moved way ahead of the Knicks in that battle of New York. You know what I mean? That's what's going on there. Brooklyn has won the battle of New York. Hipsters everywhere. They can't get into the coffee shops today. They're so excited in Brooklyn. They can't get to their craft beer joints fast enough in Brooklyn. Well, apparently people are also excited about the market being up, as in the stock market. And Tone010 is saying, Dean, the market is up and it's really inhibiting my ability to listen to the show today. What are you talking about? What do you mean inhibiting your ability? You can this, a- show is a, this, this show makes the stock market go up. They're listening to us on, well, the guys with the little earpieces uh-huh. in when they're screaming and then, then yeah. When, yeah, bye, bye, bye. What or do sell, you think sell, they sell, have sell. in their ear? They're listening to the show so they can relax and make the proper moves to keep the market going up so that I can retire with at least not a nest egg. How about a nest broken egg? Which will be the name of my new breakfast restaurant. Nest the broken. broken nest broken egg. <laughs> The, the broken nest egg. Which is appropriate yes. because, Robin, I'm a bird, and then you're like, we're, we're birds and eggs and nests. It's a theme here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Polish-American string band, Robin. I, I, you know, the fact that you know the Mummers, and you actually wanted to go to the Mummers parade year after year. Yes. And then when you when you when we mentioned roll out the barrel that you go look for an Australian. I group. didn't look for it. It found me. I just you look put up in, string bands or you look up polka. All bands. I did was I put roll out the barrel, and the very first thing that came up was this. But it's not just about the first thing that pops up. I know, but when it's I, about the best thing that pops up. Hey, Mister. When it's one person, when it's one person doing all the searching and switching. And but you said and- it's the Aussies, and I said no. And then people are responding, saying, how can you go to Australia, of all places, which is a nice country, by the way. Don't get me wrong. But I- you got to go. You got to keep it local. Oh. You got to keep it real. You got to keep it polka. Totally you got to keep it Polish. But it would have taken me a couple extra seconds. So what? What's a couple extra seconds to get it right, Robin? I can. There are other ones now that I have the time to find it. Give I- me a little Quaker City string band or Polish-American string band, for God's sake. I have I have the Polish I have a Polish band right here. Hold on. You got a Polish sausage in there too? Or are you just happy to see me? This is Skoda Liski Vejvodjava Kapla. Ah, I think the Milwaukee Brewer of Milwaukee Bucks have signed him as a free agent. I do believe this might be Polish. There's no, this is just instrumental. It's okay. And then we have Roll Out the Barrel, David S. Pride. Not David Price. And by the way, we'd like to thank the Boston Red Sox pitching staff for participating in this weekend's activities. I'm going to play this one. This is this is uh, the barrel intro, David S. Pride. How about a, the Quaker City Polish American String Band while you're oh, looking? This is not working. Okay. Robin, let me repeat. Look up Quaker City or Polish-American string band. 
That's how you do it. Jesus. Okay. I did search that, and Amazon... Unlim- you go to Unlimited? Yes. and it Not is- Doors Unlimited. But I have, I have Guy Lombardo or the Andrew Sisters. <sighs> did I ask for Guy Lombardo or the Andrew Sisters? Tony, I'm telling you what got pulled up, which I can play. All right, enough All of this. Right. Then. Forget it. Just get rid of it. Ugh. Get it out of here. Get out. What well, don't you get understand? Out. Jesus. Anyway, so we'll keep an eye out. Of course, the Golden State Warriors, I mentioned, D'Angelo Russell, four years, $117 million. Clay Thompson, for the most part, it was a crazy, crazy start to free agency. And most of the big names are gone. And there'll be some other trades, and there'll be teams trying to fill their benches and things of that nature. But the big boys, out of here. So anyway, that, that Danny Green is still out there. I know a lot of people have been saying the Sixers. I don't know how much money they have left. I don't do that capology stuff. Who else is out there? And a lot of former Sixers are out. Thaddeus Young just got a three-year, $41 million deal to leave the Indiana Pacers and go to the Chicago Bulls. Trevor Arisa gets $25 million for two years ago to the Sacramento Kings. Ricky Rubio, three-year $51 million deal to go, to go to the uh, Phoenix Suns, who have, doesn't look like they have any clue what they're doing. Rudy Gay staying in San, in San Antonio. Uh, Darren Collison, we told you last week, retired. Uh, you know, the Knicks got Bobby Portis. But are Knicks fans going to be excited about Bobby Portis? So Kevon Looney is still out there, the center for the Golden State Warriors. He's out there. Jabari Parker's out there. Enos Canner's out there. Willie Cauley-Stein. So there's a lot of guys. Rajon Rondo's still out there. Hasn't been picked up yet, but one of the Lopez brothers are going to be together again. Robin Lopez and his brother who played at Stanford was the last time they played together. Robin Lopez leaves the Chicago Bulls and joins the uh, Milwaukee Bucks two-year, $10 million deal to join his brother. So we can go back to the question, which one of the Lopez brothers is the better player? So the two Lopez brothers are in Milwaukee. And Mike Scott, of course, we mentioned, uh, who re-signed with the 76ers. Two-year, $9.6 million deal. So you can go out and get more Mike Scott tattoos if you're a Sixer fan and you like the Mike Scott tattoo that the one dude got to show everybody that he's uh, sort of weird. Hey, Tony, we have Trevor on the line who's been keeping up with all the trades. We have a hockey. uh, we, uh, We need to go to a hockey correspondent. I hope he's keeping track of this because I don't have room to write it down. There's only two of us. And by the way, the hockey stuff is hot and heavy today. All the NBA stuff happened last night for the most part. But Trevor from the 203 is a hockey aficionado. And so let's go to our NHL desk and crank up the music. For the man who knows, Pucks, he knows that the Stanley Cup was at the St. Louis Cardinal game yesterday. Beautiful, man. And now, ladies and gentlemen... Live from Hockey Central, along with Don Cherry and Barry Melrose. Here he is, Trevor from the 203. Barry, Trevor? Hello? Trevor, can you hear me? I don't hear him, Robin. I know. Where did he go? I heard him for a while. Trevor, are you there? Hello? Hello? Looks oh, like he's he gone. hung up. All right, we'll get him back. Wayne Simmons, though, former flyer, is now with the New Jersey Devils, a one-year, $5 million deal. That's the latest that we got. Wayne Simmons, 
People were talking, thinking about whether the Flyers bring it back. No, the Flyers are basically trying to reassemble the Minnesota Wild franchise here in Philadelphia with the new GM who was there. And so now we have him. Yeah, let's try that Trevor, again. you there? Yeah, I'm here. My phone's a piece of junk anyways. Damn so. it. How are you going to do a hockey uh, free agent update if you got a crappy phone, man? I don't know. My, I got to go to the provider and ask for that upgrade, you know. Yeah, but get one of those $2,000 phones. That's, that'll, that'll really help you. It's ridiculous. <laughs> maybe I can find a Galaxy Note S9 for maybe $500. I'll be happy. Wait, didn't Robin just do that? I think Miss Robin did that off eBay. So I, I managed to go through that. Yeah, but then you're going to have to spend a week trying to figure out how to get it put onto your plan, and then you have to talk to somebody in the Philippines to try to explain to you what the hell's going on with your phone because the person that had it before you didn't unlock stuff, and then you have to go through all that crap. It was a little bit of a pain, but still worth it for not spending $1,100. That got, is very true. Yeah. I By the way, it. you know what we have to play as your walk-up music, Trevor? I don't know if you'll hear this, What's but... That? No, he won't hear it. I'm going to play it anyway just for the people to hear. Here we go. Oh, Gloria. <laughs> He's playing Gloria for you. Lovely. As I'm bashing my head right now, the Flyers aren't doing anything right now on day one of three. It is an outrage. Dan, you know you saw Wayne Simmons with the New Jersey Devils, eh? I did not see that. I am actually driving to work right now, which I have to be at work in two minutes. Well, well this is well. your two-minute warning. Give me what you got in two minutes. That's what most women right, say. What do you got for two? What are you going to give me in two minutes? I'll give you all you need, honey. Okay. Artemi Panera, eleven million point seven five million AAV to the Rangers. That is a ludicrous money, and this pretty much shows that the Rangers did a quicker rebuild than the Flyers. Well, you know what that shows Flyers me? Are- that they hired John Davidson to go in there and rebuild that team, and John Davidson is getting right down. While the Knicks are falling asleep in the same building at Madison Square Garden, the Rangers and John Davidson are getting down to the business. Yeah. It shows that the Flyers are taking their way too much of a sweet time and wasting the primes of Claude Giroux, Jacob Boracek, and probably right now the prime of Shane Gosses there, who I feel bad for, who's in the biggest, all the trade rumors for the Flyers. Well, obviously they're talking and they're looking around to see what's out there. I don't know what they're doing I don't pretend to know. I mean, I you know, I mean, why wouldn't they want to come? I'm going to do my mic for Why wouldn't they want to come and spend at the Wells Fargo Center? It's a great building. Are you going to go to Are you going to go to New Jersey and play up there in a building where nobody goes to, or are you going to come to Philadelphia where the Flyers won th- two Stanley Cups back in the seventies, dog? It's 1975, man. This ain't the 70s. This ain't Ed Snyder. This ain't no cat year like it was in 2000 when we signed Jeremy Roenick, Tony Almonte, you know. It's good knowledge right there, man. Absolutely. So it's just this cat just hurts them pretty much because they had all this Comcast money before. They were able to back the Brinks truck to anyone. Now they really can't do that. They just spend it wisely. So it's going to be interesting. So, by the way, former flyer Ryan Hartman who got traded for Wayne Simmons, is now a Minnesota Wild for a two-year deal via Sportsnet.ca. Not so. the Neil Hartman or uh, Phil Hart. No, the Phil Hartman, who's no longer with I us. Know. Yes. No. So, it's going to be interesting. I feel, I'm going to say this, as a stone-cold lock, if Morgan Frost doesn't make the opening night roster, I'm going to be pissed off who is the great young prospect they got in the Braden Shen trade. 
So it's going to be interesting. Although it's day one, people will learn overpayments happen, especially uh, of a person named Jake Gardner and Tyler Myers. So I hear what you're saying. A lot of you know that's the thing about free agency that gets fans excited. We all sit here. You know, I, I, again, Mike Frances is saying, oh, who wouldn't want to go play at the Garden? We can all sit here and be homers and say, wow, I was joking about coming to play in Philadelphia. They'll go where the money is, and they'll go where the organizations call them and say, hey, we'd like you to come here. But as far as players deciding their fates, the only places where players pretty much decide their fate is the NBA. They control, yeah. their, they control their league better than any other player. You know, I mean, I know there have been NFL guys who were drafted. You know, you could go back to Eli Manning and you go back to, uh, what's his name, Philip Rivers, who didn't want to play at a team that drafted him. But that's a long time ago. You don't see that happening anymore in the NFL. Guys will say, I don't want to play. Guys now want to play for whoever's going to pay them in the NFL. In the NBA, guys can pick and choose and say, I want to go to L.A. because I have a movie business and I got a producing business. And that's where I'm going to do not only finish my career, but then also continue my Hollywood career, producing, directing, and all those other things. Those guys control the league. The league doesn't control the players. The players, and you know, the league, the players are the league. And so, but the NBA allows the players to pretty much dictate where they want to go. And it never used to work that way. No, it's never. Uh, by the way, you got to look out for a certain date. Uh, September 18th of this year, NHL PA can opt out of their cur- the current CBA. So, I don't like saying this, is we may have a lockout coming. Another possibly. lockout? Yeah. Maybe the Flyers will have a chance <laughs> to maybe make the playoffs if they lock them out long enough and the Flyers get off to a good start, win a couple games, and maybe they're in the playoffs. Hopefully. <laughs> <I> hope so. <laughs> this, this team is right now, it looks like everyone could excommunicate them on current sports talk radio. So It's an outrage. I'm sure they're breaking. I'm sure local sports talk radio here in Philly is breaking down all these NHL trades like we are. I doubt Jason Martinez is ain't doing it right now. No, no, well, Jason, so. Jason Martinez is, is, a, is a hockey guy. The rest of the people on the air in this town don't really care about hockey, and it's sad. They'll, they'll, spend, they'll spend the next six days breaking down the, the Sixers and ignore the Flyers and the National Hockey League free agency. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll give you Jason Martinez, possibly Rob Ellis, if I had to call in and do it, you know? Exactly. That's because we're a show so. for all the people. We're a show for Absolutely. all the people. I'm watching late-night cricket last night. Rob and I are watching cricket last night. We're watching India play England. And yes. I'm still watching, Ooh. and I'm watching, and I'm watching, and I'm still trying to figure out yes. how they score the game. I, we, we, we watched at least half an hour, and we still haven't figured it out. <laughs> and the thing is, the best part is, the guys, uh, the wickets and all that other stuff, the guy with the, with, the, with the bat, he can hit the ball backwards, and it goes all the way to the wall, and it counts. Yeah, if the, it goes back, those stupid guys are standing there and they're not in the way and they've got to chase it all the way to the perimeter. It's ridiculous. Well, they play it in the round, right? Yeah, it's like the Ooh. theater in the round. That's yeah. a good round knowledge. But yes. they have these little, little barriers. And if it gets all the way to the barrier... Then it's as if it's an out. No, and that's points. That's no, no, no. But like, I mean, as if, that, that's as, as if they hit it out of the ballpark. Exactly. That's right. points. It's not like a home run. Yeah, we got that part figured out. And then if a guy tries to catches it when he hits it backwards, see the guy at the plate. I mean, if if they were Phillies players and they were fouling balls back, they would be in first place. And I think because the guy in the bat in cricket, he's hitting the ball sideways, backwards, forwards, anywhere yeah. it goes, as long as it finds a gap, and it goes all the way to the all the way to the wall. 
pretty damn good, man. The, the, my favorite part is is if anybody were to come out, like one of those uh, celebrity people that would come out and do throw a first pitch, if anybody mm-hmm. threw a first pitch like a cricket pitcher pitched, they would be laughed out. No, most of the pitchers that go out there bounce it up there. That's what the I cricket know. guys do. Yeah, I know. They run That's up there and they, they pull, and they, they want to get it, it up purpose. there on one bounce. They're not throwing it. It's not going there on the air. It's got to bounce in cricket, Robin. I know. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If they, if they, hey if, Tony, I'm about to walk into work. I'll, I'll listen to you guys are going to work right, right now. I, so. I, got, I hate to do it to you, AJ. I mean, we love your work up there, man. I mean, uh, Trevor up in the uh, two hundred three. But you're going to go and right. work today instead of giving us the rest of the hockey information that we need. I wish I could, but I'm getting paid a little more because I'm working from two to six tonight. No, I'm just kidding you. Thanks for checking in, man. Be careful uh, out there. No problem. Peace. Peace. Rack that guy. Rack him. Wow, 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 wow. I'll hang up and listen now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I, I love watching cricket late night. Is there anything better than that, Robin? Well, there's one thing well, better than that. <laughs> I can think of a few things exactly. that are better. Hello. You see those guys, though? And they go up there and they start running. And then they have these little, like, troughs where they stand in. And the whole field has a bunch of them. And then the rest of the grass is all crappy. And the people go crazy at everything. Every time a guy hits a ball sideways, I know. everybody goes crazy in the stands. It is a little nuts. Jeez. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on the NBA, the NHL. But, of course, baseball. June is over, Robin. And I have the official tally now of long balls, Ks, whiffs, and all the other things. We'll get to the important stuff. But in the month of June, which concluded last night, 1,142 home runs were hit throughout Major League Baseball. Seven more than the month of May. Right now, MLB is on a pace for 6,624 home runs for this season. The record actually wasn't last year. The record was two years ago in 2017, and it was 6,105 home runs. That was the most ever. 6,105 home runs in 2017. Right now, they, they, they're on pace to smash that record by at least 500 home runs. 500 more home runs than a record-setting year. But here's what's interesting to note here, as Vin Scully would say during a Dodger broadcast. Last year was the first time ever that there were more strikeouts in baseball than there were hits in the first half of the season. And this year, there's even more. But wait. So far in the first half of the baseball season, 21,871 strikeouts, 21,554 hits. So there have been more strikeouts than hits for the second consecutive year. So basically, guys are either striking out or hitting home runs in baseball this year. That's what it appears to be. Because if you've got, got more strikeouts than hits, forget about home runs. Obviously, there's going to be more strikeouts than home runs. But more strikeouts than hits? It's insane. And by the way, that London series, I said it on Friday, Robin. Oh, you did? Did I not warn people on Friday? Now, again, it wasn't all home run balls. I call it a band box. Right. I told you that that situation in London, as all the Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred are all like, whacking each other off because they put people in a soccer stadium and spent gazillions of dollars to play two games which resembled T-ball if they were keeping score. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
Well, the Red Sox pitching staff sucks, but do they suck that bad? Well, and I saw an interview with some of the players that were talking about the locker rooms and how no, they're pretty. They did a nice really job. Nice. But I can guarantee you that the <laughs> soccer players are going to go, what the F? Well, how come we haven't had these locker gonna rooms clear, like that? That's all going to get torn down I today. Know. They spent months and millions and millions of dollars. Because soccer players, their locker room is like bare bones, no big deal. No, nah, they have nicer ones over there, too. Have no, you seen this? Not there. No, but no. Go to any soccer stadium in Europe. They have those chairs that look like they're recliners. They, do. they got leather, full leather seats. <laughs> on the sidelines. Meanwhile, guys in the NBA are sitting on, on the, the floor bench. because the, the teams are selling those tickets that used to be where the players sat. Now the players are sitting in the corner on the floor. No. Soccer guys, even on chump teams. I know. They're sitting in these giant... You know what they look like? They look like those uh, those game gamer seats. Gamer yeah. seats. They look like yeah. the best first class seat you can get on an airline, like on Air Singapore Air or, or Emirates. Or Emirates. These guys have unbelievable seats. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that they're going to complain about their locker rooms when they're sitting out no, on, but, uh, no, on absolutely plush seats? I can guarantee you seats? though that a lot of those soccer players, because their their locker rooms are not as fancy. As a because lot of they don't care about the locker rooms. They just go in there and get a shower. I don't say so. I, I have a if they tear them down, soccer players are going to be upset. No, they're not. Yeah, Robin. They will. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking about the comfort of soccer players. No, give but me I'm a just break. Saying. The bottom line is this: that was embarrassing. I, I like a lot of run score. I like pitching duels. I like one nothing games. Now these the scores that were played are obviously going to be now part of their permanent record. Yes, it and counts. So, Those two games right. count, Robin. And so so it's not really fair to anybody else that didn't get a chance to play in that. Why? It doesn't matter. Everybody's scoring runs. It doesn't matter whether the, not it, it that counts. many. It doesn't. Those don't matter. The amount runs scored don't matter except in the final score. All you have to do is win by one run. This I isn't aggregate, Robin. This isn't soccer. It's not my style to rip you. But that's embarrassing knowledge right there. No, I'm saying, but there's a, it still gets part of their, their averages and stuff No, like it has that. nothing to do with no. averages. Okay. Yeah, they get the guys who brought, knocked in runs will knock in runs just like they would in any other game in any other stadium yes. on earth. The point is the Red Sox and the Yankees played. The Yankees won two games. That's all that matters in the standings. No, I know that. Hello. So then what's your complaint? I'm not. Why, there why, is no there's complaint. There's no advantage for anybody other than the fact that where they hit, they were scoring record numbers of runs. The Baltimore Orioles scored 26 runs in two games in Baltimore over the weekend. Tell me how normal that is. <laughs> they were playing in Baltimore where they haven't scored 26 runs in a month. Then all of a sudden, they become the first team in baseball history to score 13 consecutive runs in back-to-back shutouts. No team has ever... Now, there have been teams with back-to-back shutouts by the gazillions, but no team has ever won 13 nothing two consecutive nights in the history of baseball. And the worst team in baseball, the Baltimore Orioles, pulled that off. The bottom line is, that thing, that series that baseball's trying to pimp baseball all over the world, and Rob Manfred standing there and saying, this is great, look. Look at all the people in the stands. They had no idea what they were watching. It was like cricket, except a little more exciting. And, it, and, and oh, by the way, it was almost as long as a cricket match. Those games are taking like seven hours to play. Yeah. Those, what those people saw was not Major League Baseball. It was not. It was basically batting practice. And it was embarrassing for the Major Leagues. Anybody who thought this was good. Obviously, Red Sox fans don't think it was good. They could lose to the Yankees all the time. They were embarrassed. And that was embarrassing for baseball as far as I'm concerned. And I love baseball. I'm not a baseball hater. Yankees score win 12-8 to yesterday. 12-8. to 
And then the day before that, in the game that took forever to play, so 12-8, and what was the Saturday score? They scored like 18 runs or something like that. i got to go back to Saturday now because I completely put this stuff out of my mind. 17-13, Robin. Well, we were busy. 17, I know we were working. I, I, was, I, was, I had it on. Let's see, 8, 9, 10, 11, 21. Well, Tony's seven, adding seven, stuff seven, up. 7, 8, 9. Just so that you know, what, one of the things that we did over the weekend because we got the correct part in is we put a skylight let there be light. That was the tubular ah. skylight. The tubular yes. skylight is finally installed. We didn't do it Saturday because Saturday was like hell on earth. <laughs> it was like a thousand degrees. And you go up on a tar roof in the summertime in any city when the sun's beating down. And I love, I'm not a sun worshiper. I had sunscreen on. I said, no, Saturday was too hot to go up on the roof. Yes. Too hot. So we waited till Sunday. And plus, we had a major, major pour downs. We had back to back days of, of major thunderstorms. Yeah, but, but they were just passing thunderstorms. They were, but they it were was short. Hard. Yeah, it came down real hard. Hard, hard, hard. And so that was Saturday night. And then Sunday, we went up on the roof. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We finished putting in the fantastic tube O light. Yes, I posted it yesterday. And it is beautiful. It's amazing how much light those things bring in. 50 runs in two games in London. Wow. 50 runs. Basically, those people would have to wait a month, actually maybe an entire season, to see 50 soccer goals scored in many games, right? Yeah. Nobody's scoring, no. you know, there's rare games where you'll see like a crazy score. Yeah. If they see 1-1 one, one or 2-1, they're thinking it's great. There was 12-8, to 17-13 baseball games. There are football teams that don't score that many points in the NFL. 50 runs combined in two games in London. And that's going to sell baseball? Across the pond? It's ridiculous, man. Yes, I did the math myself. I did not even need a calculator, an abacus, or any ABBA music playing in the background to do that. Impressive. Or, I, or Sebastian the Ibis down in Miami. But anyway, that, that was a joke. That was a, that was a bad... That's like watching the NBA All-Star game or the NHL All-Star game and thinking that that's what the real game is all about. Sea Bulls 111. The do run run. It's ridiculous, man. It's embarrassing for baseball, but it's really Sean embarrassing. Cassidy. Wasn't that the do run no, run? No, the, the original run? one was uh, the do run run was a Motown song, Robin. I think it was the, uh, Mar- not the Marvelettes. Uh, I met it on a Sunday and my heart stood still. Do run run run, do run run. Somebody told me that her name was. Do run, run, run. Do Robin, run. your knowledge, your baseball knowledge today, uh, not your baseball, that goes without saying, your baseball knowledge is horrific. But I don't expect great baseball knowledge from you, Robin. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you don't. <laughs> I just you want would... to set the record straight. By the crystals? Yes, that's who it is, the crystals. Crank the baby up. Thank you, CSM. I know it was the crystals. There's a story. No, this isn't it. That's not it. I met her on a Sunday and my heart stood still. Did you run, run, run? Did you run, run? Geeter Gold Radio. I bet you he's cracking it up and not taking forever to find it, Robin. This is an outrage. There we go. Everybody now. Sunday. On a Monday. Did you run, run, run? Did you run, run? Somebody told me that his name was Bill. Did you run, run, run? Did you run, run? Not Billy Crystal, no. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, his name was Bill. Yeah, when he walked me home. Did you run, run, run? Did you run, run? 
See, the other versions of this suck. Come on, Robin. I just, I remember Sean, I think it was Sean Cassidy that redid it. Listen, I like the Partridge Family, but you can't compare the Partridge Family version to the Crystal. No, it was the blonde dude. David, I don't know, whatever, whoever it was, sucked. I always feel like the guy in the Muppets, you know, the saxophone player? The guy. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of look like him, too. Thank you. My air sax is on point today. Thank you, Scrabble Joe. Nobody, Pony James would be impressed with my air sax. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Good thing about the song, it's only like two minutes long. That was great about the oldies back in the day. Two and a half get minutes in, max. Get out. You get in, you dazzle, and you get the hell out. Seabulls, I feel like I'm at Arnold's from Happy Days. Of course, I know what Arnold's was like. Or Nifty 50s or any of these other joints. Johnny Rockets, although they don't play that, that kind of music in Johnny Rockets. If you have a... A, 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 a 50s joint, you should yeah, play, you gotta 50s play 50s music. Yeah, you got to play 50s music. I totally agree. Not Ralph Mouth. No, he was not involved. <laughs> Ralph Mouth. <laughs> but anyway, the one good thing, though... See, I don't want to make it negative on the show. Especially when Luigi's uh, not here, you know what I mean? <laughs> the best part of that uh, London series uh-huh. was the play-by-play guy. His name is Darren Fletcher. Sounds like a fake radio name, but he's a Brit. And he was the guy on BT Sports, not BET Sports. BT Sports, over there across the pond in London. He was behind the microphone. If you were watching and listening... And what I loved about this, the same thing I learned about um, cricket, when a guy called a pitch elegant, a guy actually called one of the pitches in the cricket match I was watching last night between India and England, elegant. What the hell is elegant about pitching in cricket? But that's the difference between American broadcasters and European broadcasters. Have you ever heard somebody say, boy, that Madison Baumgartner, that was an elegant pitch. Oh, Jacob DeGrom, man, he throws an elegant, elegant fastball. Elegance? But wait, there's more. You want to talk about a smashing job? Let's go to the weekend series. Yankees, Red Sox. The baseball sucked, but the play-by-play was on point. Let's go to Darren Fletcher on BT Sports. It was funny, when it was first started as a tradition at Fenway Park, and I'll hold off for a moment on that. Because that's absolutely walloped into the stands by D.B. Gregorius. Well, we've seen some stars this weekend, but I don't think any have shone as bright as he has. Whether it's been with a glove or been with a bat, he's been absolute box office. Solo shot, D.B. Gregorius, Yankees 12, Red Sox 4. Yes, he walloped that ball. How many people say walloped? See, that's good. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta use new, cool terms. Walloped. Not just it is high, it is far. You know, it's gotta be an absolutely, absolutely walloped that ball. Walloped is a good word. It is a good word. Smashed it. Smashing job, Mister JT uh, DT uh, Darren Fletcher. Speaking of British, and we mentioned cricket, I still need to figure out how this 
is incorporated. It was a sticky wicket. No, that's a wicket. I've never heard sticky wicket. I've heard I've heard sticky rice. I've never heard sticky wicket. I've heard Brits say that, oh dear, that was a sticky wicket. I've never heard that. Probably because I haven't watched more than like 20 minutes of cricket at any time. I don't even know if it's pertaining to cricket per se. I, I, think I, think it's, I, I, I think you may have seen that in an adult film, Robin. I mean, Sticky Wicket. <laughs> the Wicket is this, those, those three sticks yes. that are behind the dude. What happens if a ball, if, if a pitcher hits that? Who do I look like, Joe West? Come on, Robin. See, there's so many questions about this cricket thing. I'm going to have to watch again late night tonight on that. There's a channel called Willow TV. And the best part, when they go to commercial breaks, all the commercials are Indian. You know, like you see all the commercials that you would see in American sports. Except they're Indian commercials, so they're selling phones. They're selling PayPal accounts. All the ways to pay for stuff in India. That's the that's kind of stuff I like. Not Sticky Fingers, because that's a, the Rolling Stones I back in the day. I have a Sticky Wicket update. We have a Sticky Wicket update? This is from Wikipedia. A Sticky Wicket, otherwise known as a Sticky Dog or a Glue Pot, a glue pot. is a metaphor used to describe a difficult circumstance. It originated as a term for difficult circumstances in the sport of cricket, Caused by a damp and soft pitch. Dear See, Lord. it has nothing to do with cricket. Yes, it is. So a sticky wicket is if the damp, if, if the ground is damp, so it has like... So it doesn't bounce it up doesn't there, bounce, bounce with me, bounce with me. No bounce. So if there's a difficult circumstance, my goodness, that was a sticky wicket, wasn't it? <sighs> Dear Lord. <sighs> Get it? I hear you. Well, cricket... Let's get it back to the Eagles, says Scrapple Joe. <laughs> Before we get back to the Eagles, I haven't done we this. We haven't even mentioned the Eagles. That's the point. It's a joke, Robin. I, know. I haven't done this in a very long time because I've, uh, I've, I've been a little bit lax. I've given people a little bit of layway. Leeway. Layway. Layway, leeway. Um, I have not been telling people that are li- watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or Periscope Live that they need to make the switch to Twitch. So this is a friendly reminder for those of you who are watching on said channels. If you are on Facebook, Mm -hmm. if you are Tony's Facebook page and Mm -hmm. you are watching us live, if you are on Twitter or Periscope and watching us live right now, you need to make the switch to Twitch. Because we are not going to be, and and it is not difficult. I know that a lot of people are like, oh my God, is this one more thing that I need to download onto my phone? It does not take up that much room. And if you're worried about bandwidth on your phone, mm-hmm. you can w- listen to the audio-only version exactly. as well. So exactly. it is not; it doesn't require that much room. And honestly, this is so worth it that if it, if you don't have any more room on your phone, get rid of something that you don't need. That you exactly. Don't. This is Just, a this is a mandatory. Yes. App. So down, and it doesn't take up a lot of space, the it's app, right? Free. It's free. But totally I'm saying it doesn't take up a lot of your... No, uh, no. It's not a huge, huge app because it's mostly happening over the web. And just download the Twitch app for free. Follow Bruno Nation Live for free. And then if you at then decide that you want to like subscribe so that you have access to all the extras, you are more than willing to do so. And you can even do that for free if you have Amazon Prime. Boom. By the way, even Mickey Dell, who's a, your biggest fan, says that's bad on you, Robin. Give her a bump, bump. I did. I, I've given her multiple bump, bump to bumps. By the way, I have breaking NBA news. And yes, cricket, let's get it back to the NHL draft free agency talk. Can you imagine now if I was doing this on a regular radio show in Philly, doing updates on cricket? We're not even giving scores. I mean, we're just breaking down the sport. 
because we are about all sports on the show. Some people would would lose their mind, I am sure. But um, by the way, we have breaking news from Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen. No, I just need to, before you do that. I, right, I want right, to stay right. with one topic. All right. For just a second, Jeez. I want to say goodbye to those people who still haven't figured it out on YouTube, Periscope, and um, Facebook Live. I need a boost right about now. Make the switch to Twitch. You will not be sorry. Let everybody else that's listening here, let them tell you how fantastic it is and how awesome it is to have a really great radio show to listen to every single day from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, of course. Yes. And we have extras every now and then. Now, wait a minute. We're getting a question from someone named AJ Bruno 2019 He says, how do you do audio only? Question mark, question mark, question mark. To do audio only, if you are watching a live video, you go up into the little uh, settings, the cog. It's like a gear. The, the, the gear. Yes. Click on that. Not Disraeli gears, which was a great And you uh, can only do it while you're watching a video. Okay. Um, you can't do it in the regular settings because that brings you to a different settings page. But while you are watching one of our videos live or be pre-recorded, then you can go up there, click on that, and choose audio only. Audio only. Yes. This way, when you're... Driving around, and you you have it on your phone app, you know you cast it to your to your monitor. Your your uh, a lot of people that right. But if you're but if you but if you're doing it from the car and you want to just listen to you can you can actually have it run through your car audio exactly. that way. Exactly right. By the way, according to Stevie V, coming up in the three o'clock hour, High Lie at two fifteen, we will break down High Lie from the Fronton. Speaking of wickets. Jeez. Do not chat room and drive. Thank you, Swedish no. chef. No, especially if you're in Florida. New rules, Tony. I have a Florida update. You have up. Florida up- coming up. Coming up. AJ Bruno again, whoever he is, says, I'm tired of looking at Tony. I don't blame you. I don't blame him either. I'm look tired of looking at me too. Are you talking to me? That's a better question. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business, Robin. So we gave you the soccer, the mm-hmm. hockey, the baseball play-by-play, which was excellent. Exquisite, smashing, mm-hmm. and walloped. Yes. Three good words, I think. All of you young play-by-play guys out there, instead of just doing the same old tired, it is high, it is far, and just add some nice words. Like, smashing job. He walloped that. That ball is walloped. You know, that ball is hit hard. No, it's walloped. That ball is crushed. Crushed is a good word, but we use that a lot. And it's not as elegant as walloped. When I hear walloped, I'm not thinking about Wallops Island in Virginia where they shoot off the rockets down there when you're going down toward Chincoteague, Robin. You've driven past Wallops Island. Yes, and knackered. It, that's knackered. That's a good one. Knackered. Knackered. Or it's chuffed to bits. <laughs> There's a lot of fantastic... Cheeky. Cheeky's a really great... Cheeky? B- yes. Oh, that's cheeky, isn't it? Cornhole coming up also in the final <laughs> segment of today's show. Uh, better known as bago, bags, and all the other good things. Bago, isn't that a tobacco? No, bago is a bean bag. It's a, I get that, but isn't there some I, kind I don't of a know. tobacco what, what brand? What do I look like? Bago. Uh, <sighs> hey, one of my ex girlfriends had some nice wallops. I'll tell you that right here. Hey, oh, oh. When we get our cornhole updates, there's only two cornhole authorities that we know of. One and a half, actually. Who's the number one cornhole authority, Robin? Danny Dow. Danny Dow down there in the Tampa Bay, Orlando slash Tampa Bay area. Dean is just basically a Danny Dow hanger on. 
Yes. Dean can play. Don't get me wrong. He can play bags. Yes, he can. And he's got his Boston Bruin bag set in his garage. And, and he he is a an expert, but he's no professional. No, Dean's and good. And Danny is he's a good. professional. He's good. He's all right. He's decent. Danny Dow also makes some of the most beautiful. Yeah, he, he makes world-class yeah. boards. By the way, we have an update from the wickets right now. The sticky wickets? <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, bring Danny on. I'll kick his ass. See, that's the, kind of, that's the kind of talk that you would expect from guys who just don't understand the etiquette, the elegance of sports, the elegance of bago. That was an elegant toss there right into the hole. Yes. Now, I do love, I mean, like the Brits do have the most fantastic sayings, and I have several of them here that you, we should all just incorporate into our vocabulary right now. The next time I hear a Major League Baseball announcer refer to a pitcher as elegant is the next time I turn the channel. Blimey. Blimey, yeah, but Blimey's elegant. Good. There's no, there's nothing about a sport. That's elegant? Maybe, maybe figure skating? Because that was an elegant a triple axle into a lutz, into a double lutz. So, but there's nothing elegant about throwing a baseball. In it's other words. hardcore, brute for strength and accuracy. So in other words, you're calling bollocks on that Bollocks elegant. is right. You're calling bollocks on the elegance. And that's another good question from the Swedish chef. Why do they call some Southpaws crafty? You know what I used to call uh, Southpaw pitchers? Lanky lefties. He's a lanky lefty. Now they have to be lanky. They have to be tall and thin yes. as lanky lefty. Now I actually gave, um, oh, who was it? Bob... The other day, uh, we were watching, and he called it that they were wrong-handed. Oh, no, that was, uh, that was on Comcast Philadelphia, yes. NBC Sports Philadelphia. That was on the broadcast. Yes, it was on the broadcast. Who was it? Who was it? That, you you already ripped him on Twitter, I did, Robin. I did. I, yeah, I ripped him on Twitter, and a bunch of people that agreed with me that, you know, that's just, that's an outrage. It's a joke. He was, he was, he was joking about left-handed pitchers calling them the wrong-handed. I know. Because left-handed pitchers are good, and they're harder to hit than right-handed pitchers, depending on who they are. There's an advantage. Left-handed pitchers can pitch till they're 50. Why is that? Because, they, because of the control, because they, they, they don't have to throw it as hard. There's an advantage to be a left-handed pitcher. That's why a lot of people, a lot of people who have their kids right-handed, they'll tie their right hand behind their back and try to <laughs> teach their kids to throw left-handed. Because if you can get your kid to throw left-handed, you get an unbelievable advantage. People are looking for left-handers in bait, especially left-handed pitchers. Am I wrong well, here? Well, we are the only ones in our right minds, Tony Bruno. Exactly. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business, Robin. Now, we have NFL news today, too. Training camp's a couple of weeks away. And uh, some bad news for all of my friends out there, my very dear, close, personal friends, who follow a particular team that is in the Metroplex area. And that, of course, would be the Dallas Cowboys. I got a Dallas Cowboys out there. Tomorrow in New York City, Robin, this is before it happened. Just like I told you before the London series would be shit. I told you that would be a garbage waste of time and money to play that, those two games in London. Because nobody in London wants to go see Major League Baseball. Right. Especially if it looks like that. Correct. Or if they, they think it looks like that and then they bring it over there and it doesn't look like that, why would they watch it? 
But Roger Goodell, you remember him. Mm. He is the commissioner of your National Football League. Tomorrow in New York, Gessel will be summoned to Roger Goodell's office. That's right. Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas Cowboy running back Zeke Elliott. And guess what they're going to discuss, Robin? Ah, uh, what could they possibly be discussing, Tony They're going to be discussing which sets they preferred at the EDC Carnival in Vegas back in May. Remember the Electric Daisy Carnival weekend? Yes. Where Ezekiel Elliott was there with his girlfriend. That's right. And then in the parking lot afterwards, he was filmed arguing. No physical violence, but apparently he and his ex-girlfriend... We're Whoa. having a, a spirited conversation, let's say. And the uh, one of the guards accused him of pushing him. But yeah, then the guards came in and yeah. bought something serious. You know, you're a guard. Even though if you're a rent-a-cop guard, you're there to make sure that there's no violence. So apparently, this, he's a young kid, too. He went over to try to break it up. He then claims that Ezekiel Elliott pushed him. That's neither here nor there. Here's the bottom line. Because he was suspended last year right. for six games, many thought that that was unjust because the commissioner had the final say and decided mm-hmm. that he was going to make an example, make an out, example of out of him, give him six games. He can still be subjected to a fine or a suspension under the personal conduct policy clause in the Players Association contract. And he does not even have to be arrested or convicted of a crime. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. So he's going to sit down with Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. Bearcat AJ says that it was actually in 2017. 2017, I'm sorry. You're right. You know what I meant. I'm sorry. Thank you, AJ. Yeah. The suspension, six games in 2018. Uh, people were talking it was going to be reduced. It was eight, and then they reduced it to six, and people were going crazy. But anyway, the point is, because he has a prior, so to speak, right. he's going to sit down and talk to the commissioner. Now, I, I don't think he's going to be suspended. I don't think there's any way they're going to. Because let's be, nothing really happened as far as he didn't physically assault right. the woman. And some people think he didn't physically. But the guy can file a civil suit against him. But that has nothing to do with any of this. I don't think they're going to do anything. They may fine him and say, hey, man, just chill out when you go out in public. If you're out at 2 o'clock in the morning with 100,000 people in Vegas at an electric daisy carnival, just go home. Don't be arguing with your girlfriend in the parking lot. How bad could the music have been? Maybe you told her it was going to be good, and then it sucked. And she didn't like 17-year-old girls all dressed like flower children, all strung out on drugs. Because that's what the Electric Daisy Carnival is, Oh, yeah. You and I have seen it. And and Funkin' Fantasy recommended taking Zeke in the upcoming fantasy drafts. And yes, there are other people who think they should suspend him just because he's a Dallas Cowboy member. And we corrected the suspension. It was two years ago. Should Ezekiel Elliott be suspended? 215-462-TONY. We're going to do an impartial phone-in segment right now. I'm looking for a Cowboy fan or a Cowboy hater. So in other words, if you have an opinion on this particular topic, please, or even if it's something else, we don't care. Exactly right. 215-462-TONY. 8669 is the number to call. We're celebrating Canada Day and Bobby Bonilla Day today. Anything else on the Twitter nonsense that I've missed? Because I get up and I check Twitter. And yes, I, Don Collins, happy Canada. I played Oh Canada to start the show, Don. Where yeah. the hell were you? You missed it, Don. I played Oh Canada. We sang the song. We did. We sang long. We had beautiful Canadian. And then I played the hockey goal music right afterwards. And I mentioned Tim Hortons, and I mentioned poutine, and all the other things about Canada. 
Canada Dry Ginger Ale was even mentioned during the segment. And it's not even from Canada. We, we certainly gave love to our neighbors. That's yes, we for did. damn sure. Even though they are the dreaded enemies. And they cost an American hockey organization and franchise. And they won the NBA championship in Toronto with our players. And that's an outrage. You're going to have to go back and listen to it later. I'm not playing the Canadian National Anthem twice. I'm sorry. How do you celebrate Canada Day, though? Because 4th of July is Canada Day is our 4th of July. Well, I'm assuming. Do they have fireworks in Canada? I would, I would think so. I don't know. I, I've never been to Canada Day. I need a Canadian. I'm looking for a Canadian to call in, too. If you're not going to call a rep to Cowboys. Well, obviously, Don Collins is a Canadian that we I know, know for he sure. Is. He should call in. Don, We're not going to play a block of Justin Bieber. Maybe we should play some bad Canadian groups that people like. There's some good Canadian groups, There's too. There's a lot of great Canadian Can we groups. pour out a bottle of Canada, Canadian Club, which is not really made in Canada? You know, the liquor. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Seagram 7 and Canadian Club. Basically cheap bourbons, I think, right? So Collins21 says that they eat poutine and drink lots of beer. Isn't that every day in Canada? What's so special about that? I know. <laughs> they go to Tim Hortons. They do that every day. Jesus. I said, do they play Celine Dion and do maple syrup shots? Ask the Swedish chef. <laughs> maple syrup shots. Uh. <laughs> we got to play some Rush. Who else is from Canada? Loverboy, they're from Canada. Mm-hmm. Who else? There's a lot of great uh, entertainers who are from I Canada. Think, wasn't Shania Twain also from Canada? I think so, yeah. And Mary. Every day is Canada Day. Except I don't drink that Canadian club shit. That's nasty. Although Canada Dry makes a nice uh, ginger ale and yes. tonic water. And for whatever reason, both Tony and I, whenever we're flying on, so we're on the plane and they come by and ask, no other time do I ever want ginger ale. Yep, I well, always ask for Canada Dry ginger, ginger ale. Ginger ale on board a plane. I don't know what it is. It's the weirdest Nickelback, thing. of course. Oh, well, you don't want... nobody Yeah, wants nobody Nickelback. wants to take, a, take a credit for that one. Nobody. We're going to play some Austin Powers. Uh, no, we're not playing an Austin Powers. Neil Young, Rush. Not Rush Limbaugh. He, we're not going to play him today. <laughs> AJ and San Antonio. They pay homage to the metric system on Canada Day. <laughs> hey, I'm all for the metric system. So I'm don't... not. The metric system should be abolished from the planet's surface. The only thing that's metric in this country that people get is a two-liter bottle of soda. That's the only thing people know in this country. They tried the metric system with gasoline. It failed miserably. The only metric item that anybody knows is a two-liter bottle of soda. That's it. People still don't know that a fifth, we used to call them a fifth, is 750 milliliters. They don't know that. They still ask for a fifth of wine, a bottle of wine. We have a Canadian expert, Don Collins, on the Ladies phone. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our Canadian authority. He once was a part of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police high-ranking official. <laughs> he also ran into Rocky and Bullwinkle many times at Frostbite Falls, which is just beneath the Canadian border, Mr. Don Collins. Don, are you in Canada today celebrating Canadian uh, Canada Day? I am not, eh? I'm in uh, California. What do they do in California on Canada Day? Uh, we're, going to, we're going to a Canada party, believe it or not, but I'm taking, I'm taking ketchup chips, ketchup coffee chips? crisp bars, uh -huh. and uh, we're trying to find some poutine. 
I, I, I have the gravy, but I need the cheese curds, which I think we just found. You just found them where? So, in Ralph's? Where, which, uh, uh, what's the uh, super, uh, supermarket? Sprouts. Uh, sprouts. Oh, love Walnut Sprouts. Sprouts. We have a Sprouts yeah. here now. We yes. have a Sprouts on Broad oh, Street in crazy. South Philly, yes. I did not know right. that they have uh, cheese curds at Sprouts. I do love me some cheese curds. Well, you know where cheese yeah, curds are, are. Everybody has to have a cheese curd. State laws in Wisconsin. Yes. If you don't sell cheese curds in the state of Wisconsin in a restaurant or bar... I believe you are raided by ICE, and then they deport everybody well, in there. We had um, uh, down at Moonshine here locally, there was a chef that was making poutine on a regular basis, and it was fantastic. Oh. I was looking for some poutine over the weekend, but it was too hot. Nobody was out walking the streets. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, Tony, Tony. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing we're talking about here? Uh, yeah, I think quite. it's a little different. Just a little <laughs> different. Oh, I love cheese curds. Robin, have you ever had cheese curds? Absolutely. Really good cheese curds? Yes. Where? Absolutely. Where? Um, I've had it. There There was a, uh, a uh, what do you call it, booth at some festival that had. Those fantastic. aren't real cheese curds. No, they were You real, can't go to carnivals were, and get good it was, cheese it curds. Was, the people were from Canada that made them, so it was really good. And then oh, the, go. um, at Moonshine, I had poutine. With cheese curds, and it Beautiful was fantastic. Um, Can you import them from Canada? Are they not allowed to bring them down south of the border? No, you'll get thrown in jail at the border. Now, I have a question, though. Do they Is is it a big fireworks day for O Canada Day? Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, you know a, a national holiday, and uh, uh, there's great big fireworks in all the major cities. They all do them, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice day. It's... Um, uh, Canada Day is usually one of those uh, family barbecues, much, very similar to July the 4th. Correct. So yeah, it's, it's uh, your independence. Yeah. Now, for those people who don't understand history like we do, as someone who watches history and science every night, explain how Canada became Canada on this date. What was the year? Do you have all the specifics? Because you should know this stuff, Don. Dude, No. Come on. He's just like I a regular know. American that doesn't really No, understand. who wrote O'Canada? Yeah. I mean, what, well, you know, the Canada, the Canadian flag. I mean, we know Betsy Ross. We know all of our history, Don. It's not like you're a visitor and you just popped into this country. You grew up in Canada, right? Look, yes, I did. But I'll tell you what, July 4th means more to me than July 1st. And here's the reason why, is that I got married on July 4th with my second wife, Janelle. So... The only way I could remember it is if there was a celebration around my wedding day. So I said July 4th is my end of Independence Day. Ah. And that's how so that ah. it is, July 4th is way more important than July 1st. I can understand it. I would renounce my uh, Canadian citizenship, too, right now if I were from Canada. <laughs> well, except well, Toronto, where they actually want the NBA. <laughs> there is a, there is a, I heard there's a, there's something going on. They're going to try and build a wall. In Canada, and they're going to up the taxes. Is they? And they're going to make America pay for it? Are they going to make us pay for the wall? (laughs) No, they they want to build it. They just want to keep Trump out. Oh, I understand that. Hey, I get it. (laughs) They tried to keep us out of Canada when Robin and I went up there a few years ago at the Niagara Falls crossing. Those stinking Canadian border patrol agents treating me like a criminal. Me? Do they even know who I am? (laughs) Obviously, they don't. There was obviously some mix-up in the paperwork, Tony. They, and Wall, are they trying to keep Justin Bieber from getting back into this country? That's why they should build a wall. You know, they got him down here now, and they're not going to allow him back, even though he's in 
uh, I guess Brantford, Ontario, with his uh, girlfriend or fiance. I heard he was hanging out there. So, FYI, um, cool. so the Canada Day observed on July first. National holiday. It's almost exactly the same as yes, our July first ind- exactly. because it's also their independence from England. Exactly. Everybody so, got everybody yeah. got rid of the Brits. That's so, the one common thing we have. It is, everybody hates Britain. It's the, the Indians, the Pakistanis, every country on earth hates Britain. Am the, I wrong? I know. Yeah, well, it's the, the, it also got rid of Britain in the UK, but it's also it's still there. I mean, no, that's I the reason why there's a prime minister is the Queen still rules over Canada to some extent. Who is so. the Queen of Canada? No, the British Queen. No, there queen. is. It's a I, prime minister. I, I know. Well, he's pretty prime much the Queen, isn't he, too? Isn't Justin, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau more of a Queen <laughs> than he is a, a president? <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the fifth on that uh, one. I'll take the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bradford, funny, Bradford, Ontario, the home of Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player of all time. I will tell you that family uh, absolutely owns Brantford, but has contributed so many the the hockey complex, the Wayne Gretzky that Wayne Gretzky and his family built, is one of the most state of the art, phenomenal uh, arenas. There's more than one ice surface in there. It's fantastic, and what they've done for Brantford and uh, Wayne Gretzky's dad, you can see him walking around that arena almost every day, and uh, it, it's pretty phenomenal it really is what they've done to that community and well really hockey in canada so it's pretty special and the canadian football league already in week three uh, as you will come on yeah i mean it's canadian football league what do they have eight games nine games i don't know hey, you got to have them before it gets okay. too cold i mean it'd be frozen yeah. there in a couple of weeks so they got to get these games in and get out yeah exactly but the hamilton tie cats which is my father-in-law cheers for the hamilton tie cats uh, they're really kicking ass. So I know. We, we were doing live for Friday night when we did our day-night doubleheader. We were doing live updates from the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, I, and the I Montreal Alouettes. The, they stink. Oh, they yeah. stink out loud, the Montreal Alouettes. Yeah, you got to get rid of that. that but Montreal. Move them down terrible. to Tampa. Let the Montreal Alouettes merge with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then have the <laughs> baseball team be the Montreal Expos and, and merge. The X-rays. The X-rays. Then the Expos yeah. and the Rays are going to merge. I think the Montreal Alouettes should merge with the Tampa Bay uh, uh, Buccaneers down in. What do you think? Then? Yeah, the, uh, Montreal's having a tough time attracting athletes and uh, and being, uh, you know, even even the Montreal Canadiens really had a tough year. I mean, they they, they I mean that storied franchise is the is, is the is the king of the NHL in terms of. Stanley Cups. And as long as they have Shea Paris, as long as Shea Paris is still there in Montreal, <laughs> that is the iconic location that everybody must go to if you go to Montreal. Is it still there, Don? I, don't, I do not know what you're talking about, sir. That's an outrage, man. Is Shea Paris like a strip club or something? Robin, look it up. I, I will not say. I, I, have, I know nothing about it. And Wait. I don't know where you turn left off the highway with a busload of people going to a concert. Now, about yeah. Ochi568 says Canada is famous for their situation comedy shows, and ironically, they have one called Twitch City. Is that right? I think it's a, I think it's a different Twitch. It's one of those kind of uh, neck and shoulder kind of things. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's still Twitch, which yeah. is good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I, my wild guess was correct. It is a strip club. Robert, come on. If oh. you don't know the number one strip clubs in every major so. city on the planet, there's something wrong with you. 
There is something definitely wrong with me. Is it still open? Yes, it is. <laughs> they serve breakfast? <laughs> Although their ratings aren't very high, they only get a three out of five on Wow. That was connected. See, we got to import more women from Vegas up to Montreal to get that place back on track. <laughs> I, know, I know nothing about it, and I refuse to talk. Yeah. Well, Don, thank you so much for our fantastic North Tour of, of the Canada border. Day, yes. yes. I feel like I'm yeah. in uh, Minnesota again at the Mall of America where we do Soaring Over Canada. Remember, we did. they have the two. They have Soaring Over America, which is similar to the Disney ride. It's fly. I forget what they call it. It's not called soaring. But basically, you fly over the United States and you fly over Canada. And Canada is a great flyover area. It's, it's flat. Yeah, it's pretty good. You're flat all the way to, uh, to the mountains on the uh, West Coast. But uh, thank you very much. I'll pass the greetings from Tony Bruno on to uh, Canada and the rest of the world. And um, you guys have a great show. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, your Canada Day update. You're not getting this anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. You're not getting this anywhere, Robin, except right here. We're paying homage to our neighbors Absolutely, to the north. Absolutely, because we love our Canadians. I even tried to emigrate there for a while. You did? Yes, I did. Did you run there during the wars? No. Uh, my ex-husband and I, we fell in love with the uh, Penticton area. in Col- Where? The Kelowna Valley area. And we really, really tried hard, but we had all of the different, uh, we, we took the test, we did the background check, and um, we did not have enough points to be able to emigrate because they have an emigration point system. They won't just take anybody up there. Go figure. This is a special shout out for all of my friends in Canada today. I hear somebody pointed out on the Twitch board, on the Twitch stream, that uh, they, they synchronize their uh, fireworks to Nickelback songs up there in Canada. We're sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> and by the way, I was joking about the, the cheese curds. The best cheese curds are in Wisconsin. That Wisconsin. doesn't mean they're the only cheese curds. Correct. But the Midwest, flyover country, you get quality cheese product out there. But there's no doubt in my mind. I know they have them in Iowa and Wisconsin and all in uh, Minnesota. But when you Wisconsin. think about Wisconsin, because they got the, they're known for their cheese. Hello, exactly right. Um, and I want to thank Ed Nasta for subscribing. Tier one, thank you so much. Will Canada take Twitch bits? That's a good question. Entry. You know what? Speaking of Canada and me trying to emigrate, it was uh, we didn't. I didn't have enough points to emigrate before. But you need points. Yeah, is it they, like miles from airlines? You have a credit card that no, gives you like unlimited they, points. No, they rate you based upon your age, how many languages you speak, um, your job uh, qualifications. No, no, they're racist, misogynistic, uh, homophobic, and um, all the how, other things. How that much they are. money you have in your bank account? Which was, are you serious oh, right yeah. now? Oh yeah, to em- there's all these different things to be able to emigrate, and we were denied. We were denied emigration status to Canada. It was very upsetting. Our kids were I say we invade at sunset when they're not watching and they're enjoying barbecues and Nickelback songs. But I am still open to marrying a Canadian. Any Canadians out there, Why? Canadian men. I, because I love Canada. I think it's a beautiful country. It is, but America is the most beautiful country on earth, Robin. What's the matter with you? Are you anti-American as we approach the 4th of July, the birthplace of America? I am not anti-American. I am just, I am open to other places. Because I've lived other places, you know? So you don't love America, Robin? 
Why is it that when you say something, it automatically means uh, because something? Because that's else. what that's what we do now. With this know. guy, everything's about extreme. There's no middle ground anymore. <sighs> By the way, OG five sixty eight says I see church cheese curds in my OBGYN uh, clinic every week Ew. when I go there. All right, crack up a little Nickelback. Crank it up, Robin. We're gonna. People are gonna go be dropping off like flies if I do this. Although this might be the only one that I actually liked. How can anybody hate this great, the great Nickelback? This is the only song from Nickelback that I think I actually liked. I give them eight cents, they give me a Nickelback. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> This is our Canada Day tribute, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, Swedish Chef. So basically, you're describing that 99% of our audience would never, never allowed to become a Canadian. Never be allowed. Most likely. Yeah. And they, they're pissed at our country? I know. We let everybody in here. And for those of you who don't believe me, look up the uh, Canadian immigration requirements. It's an outrage. You have to have a background check. You, that that is notarized. You have to. Um, there's all, all sorts of requirements. It's an outrage. Yeah. And, it, and if you're independently wealthy, if you have at least four hundred thousand, at least it, this was a while ago, but four hundred thousand liquid assets, liquid, liquid, then you could you could move there, no problem. But if you did not have that, you have to have four hundred k in your bank. Who the hell has that? People don't have four hundred dollars in their in their accounts. Hey. It's Canada. Now, why does everybody want to run up there? Well, we were trying to do it legally, you know, not ridiculous. I'm, I'm sneaking in in the middle of the night. I'm going to put myself in one of those fake moose costumes and now, then crawl across the border at night. Gladney NC says that Italy requires $2 million in assets. Yeah, but that's minimum. $2 million lira, which is like $12. <laughs> By the way, here's my favorite, one of my favorite Canadian, uh, Canadian groups, eh? Eh? It's been one week since you looked at me. Those completely naked ladies. You didn't like the bare naked ladies, Robin? I love the bare naked ladies. And I like the group, too. Hey, Tony, speaking of cheese. Yes. I have a cheese update. That this is called rapping back in this is Canadian rap. <laughs> I have a cheese update that when I mentioned it to you, you immediately started doing something. What did I start doing? I was playing a little uh, bare naked. Robin. Wait, let's let's get to the part where they just go crazy, crazy again. I like the Chinese chicken part. Chicken the chicken the Chinese chicken. You had a bunch of stickies. You know that part, Robin? It's coming up right here. Listen. Chicken the chicken chicken the China the Chinese chicken. You had a drumstick and your brain stopped sticking. Watching X Files with the lights on. With all our masons. I hope the smoking man's in this one like Harrison Ford. Like sneakers guaranteed to satisfy Like Kurosawa and McMahon films 
Okay, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. Gonna get a set of better clubs, gonna find the kind with tiny numbers on so my arms and always flying off the back swing. Gonna get into my sailor mood, cause that cartoon has got the boom man I made babes that make me think the wrong thing. How can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, but I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean, but you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of losing my shirt. It's been one week since you looked at me. He's Bare Naked Ladies were street performers yeah. back in the day eh? in Toronto. And Don Collins is confirming that the Canadian immigration rules are very strict. Even for professionals and independently wealthy, you need a huge break. So, yeah, no, they, they, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the more difficult places to emigrate to. So, I don't Let's know. Screw them then. You know, I, I, it's funny because, like, all the time where people's like, oh, I'm moving to Canada. And I'm like, well, that's good, only when, they're, when there's a that. war and they wanted to get away from the country. Well, they they're don't doing want, it. They're, they're crossing the border illegally. Bad but, Americans. But um, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. So Tony, we were speaking about cheese. Yes, and you know me. I'm a yeah. You're, I'm a cheeses freak. Yes, no doubt about it. Well, um, let me take you to this news update. And when I read this, I immediately started doing the kind of. Retching? But you but and this I... Is lunch. No, it's after lunch now. It's I like, know, it's after although lunch. Although it's coming up on noon in the West, So Robin. you and I both love every single kind of cheese. Blue cheese. Yes, you name well, it. Except I don't the care only, The only one I don't like is that Fremunda stuff. I mean, it's just not good. And I don't recommend it. If somebody offers you a quarter pound of Fremunda cheese, say no thank you. Well, let's go to, would you like this kind of cheese? This is not a Florida it's update, though, right? It's no. big moment of the year. Heat waves, summer staple, 4th of July around the bend. Need a reason to venture past vanilla? How about this award-winning gelato whipped in London? Well, that's one of the ingredients there. It's a huge hit. The flavor? Blue cheese. Let's just sit here for a moment and reflect. <laughs> My stomach is hurting. Yeah. Ah. La Gelateria is famous for taking unexpected flavors and freezing them. Also on the menu, pear and Parmesan. Typically a nice pairing. Never had it whipped up and frozen before. Also, extra virgin olive oil, which has been seen on a few local menus here in Philly as well. My take, it is tastier than you might expect. Yes, though, all of these flavors are real. What's not yet a thing, but one Twitter user is making waves to make a thing, ranch Pop-Tarts. Picture. Oh, wait a minute. I hate to do it, too. And that's Alicia Vitarelli over yes. here at ABC6, but I love so, cheese. I don't want any damn blue cheese in my ice blue cream. Blue cheese Hell no. ice cream? Hell no. You know that if, you, if, if, if they did that and you tried it, I know exactly what your face would look like, although I, I couldn't... I would look like the scene again from... <laughs> Team America, World yes. Police coming oh, out no of the doubt. bar. Either that... You have that. Can you play that scene? I was hoping you would cue it up, Robin, because you, you gave me this story last night. I'd rather have garlic ice cream from the Gilroy Garlic Festival in Gilroy, California. Now, we've been to Gilroy. You know who that's the home of, right? Jeff Garcia, former NFL great. Jeff Garcia is from Gilroy, California. That is the garlic capital of the world. You've been there. I've been there. And they do put garlic in everything in Gilroy. But I, would, I don't even know if I would try garlic ice cream as much as I love garlic, Robin. I love cheese, and I'm not going to put cheese in ice cream. This is your favorite... This is me eating garlic ice cream. Or, no, blue cheese ice cream. I mean, blue cream. cheese or garlic ice cream. This is Tony's favorite, favorite scene. 
This is the greatest scene in cinematic history. Childish if I I just can't stop laughing at that scene. It is Tony's favorite, favorite, favorite. <laughs> God. Now apparently there was an umpire throwing up. I didn't see that. Was that this weekend? Yes, no, I got the video and I sent it to you before. It was an umpire in a, a minor league game that um let me see if I can find it. Yeah, got, I didn't see the umpire throw up. I, I, I'm not gonna play the Donovan McNabb spitting up at the Super Bowl. That's like jump the shark, all right? I want fresh throw-up if I'm going to do throw-up songs or stories. <sighs> it was a summer league. Here it is. Let's see. So this is, this is over this weekend? How did I miss this story? Because I was looking at, like, major stories, like the Stupid London series. I was looking at the, uh, the home runs in baseball. I was looking at the Phillies actually win a game against the stinking Miami Marlins for once. I actually bought a copy of the Team America World Police. Robin actually bought it for me. The unedited, uncensored version. Yes, there's no audio to this, Tony. But um, so we have video now. But we have video. I want to know where the story. Does it have the uh, script Um, for it? It's the generals versus the bombers. But so the umpire. Oh, the umpire just starts walking toward the mound in front. Oh man, he is spraying it, baby. He is spewing. That's worse than Gary. In Team America, World Police. How the hell does a human being contain that but, much liquid? But wait, let me let me just redo it again. For, you have to see right at the beginning where the players just so he calls time out, and as soon as he goes past them, they leave. Yeah, I mean, they go they, running. They, they run away. Out of the here. umpire wait, puts his hand up time, and then he walks in front of home plate. And just as he gets there, poor he, guy. He called time out so he could puke. At least he didn't puke on the plate because then he got to get the broom yeah. down. He would have to get a mop. He'd have to go all Enrico Palazzo and bring out the mop and the bucket. At least when he pukes on the dirt and the grass, you can play ball. Dude. Yeah, it's it that is. is That is projectile action. That's, that's almost as incredible as Team America World Police. And that was done as a joke. This is a human being, actually. I feel. I mean, I feel bad. I mean, I need to go be, on that diet. He's, How he's many gonna, pounds did he just lose there? He's going to be known for that forever. Wow. That is, that's almost like fake. It looks like it was, that wasn't fake, no, right? No, it was not. Can I and see it one more time, Robin? I mean, I just, I, I, I didn't see this, and it's, I can't believe, because I was watching it for the first time, and I could, now my reaction was organic, sort of like the material that was coming out of him. I've never seen anybody, anybody vomit like that. Jesus. Scrabble Joe says, I've been there after beer bonging four beers at once. Nah, nobody throws up like that. That's not because you drank too much. It's probably hot out. That was a big guy, too. I know he has the check press protector underneath. But that was a big man. Here it goes. Oh, man. 
And then look, at he like grabs his crotch area as if there's something. Like he's squeezing the last drop out? No, in a minute. See, like as if something's coming out the other end as well. He's like, oh. He first first vomits standing up. Then he bends over into, he has his hands on his knees. And then he gives two more blasts. Oh, he was trying. He, He was, I mean, talk about a guy that. You was know, a dollar dog night at the ballpark? It's not. Don't. You know, if you don't feel good, call in sick, for God's sakes. I'm sure when he took the field, well, what inning was that? Does it have the score up on the, on the uh, screen? It looks like it's the eighth inning. Yeah, it's late in the game. You know, they probably got another relief. What's the score in the game? Because I can't see it. It's, it's uh, seven to zero. So the somebody's generals went, are up by seven. So the, the Washington Generals, they never won. So the, the Generals are up seven nothing. It's the eighth inning. The umpire's been behind home plate. It's probably a hot night. What state is this? Do you know, Robin? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say. I don't see it. It's probably down there. And uh, my buddy AJ went anything. to a minor league game. He went to the uh, the soybeans, whatever they call. What they what were the team called? The the team down in Amarillo. Yeah, the it, soy doesn't even, it doesn't say anything else. Speaking of which, AJ yes. said that um, you will be getting a soy poodles oh. hat there pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, he went there. He asked me what I wanted. I, I don't. I don't want. You know, people used to send me. Teams used to send me when I was and doing don't the worry, national AJ, show. We're going to pay you back for that. Yes, one. absolutely. It was dollar rib night. It was dollar something night. Man, maybe he had some gas station sushi before the game. I don't know, but it was. I have a feeling that the poor guy. I think it was coming out both ends. We only saw the stuff coming up out the top. It's not possible for there to be more liquid in a human being than that. I don't know. It's so bad. In fact, if that's not on the meme board for uh, vomiting, yes, it should definitely. That may move ahead. Of Gary from Team America World Police. Oh, now. that might be your next because favorite? that was fake. Yeah, that's why it was funny. It was fake. I feel bad for the guy. I know. Did he get one of those new KFC Cheeto sandwiches that make me want to do yeah. that just by looking at them? Some of these, these. What well, was the that- <laughs> What was the umpire's exit velocity? Yes. <laughs> Use the Stratcast to measure that. Oh, the exit velocity! <laughs> wow. Holy cow. No, he did take his mask off first. Well, you have to. Yeah. That thing would have been strained right through there. Or either that or major (laughs) splashback. He barreled. Whatever he ate, he barreled that meal. (laughs) (laughs) So, sorry if anybody's eating lunch. We do apologize. Hey, listen. It it happened to me Saturday night. I got sick. Yeah, I know. But I didn't do it quite that bad. No. I just quietly went into the bathroom. Um... Now we so so that all started with our blue cheese ice cream update. Yes, and that's exactly my reaction. If I ate blue cheese ice cream, because now there's like all kinds of flavored ice cream, bacon flavored ice cream, right. you know that kind of stuff. By the way, minus 15 degree angle with velocity of 65 miles per hour on the radar gun. <laughs> Even Donovan McNabb gave him a roaring round of applause. Wow! 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 <laughs> That was more liquid than players dump on guys who hit walk-off home runs. You'll see when they get the Gatorade. There was more liquid coming out of that guy than one of those Gatorade containers. Yes. Now we have <laughs> I Swedish Chef. This is this. You don't need to do this immediately. But the next update that I have is a prime. Uh, prime beef. No, it is. It is. 
it should be made into another song. You know the song, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy? Absolutely, yes. So let me play this. I sang that song with Big and Rich on stage in Tampa at a yes. country western bar. It was actually John Rich. Big wasn't there. Yes. Now we know this. We, we know and love this song. It's a fantastic song. It makes for great line dancing, karaoke, one of Tony's favorites. Well, I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills, and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never gonna be the same Cause I saddle up my horse And I ride into the city I make a lot of noise Cause the girls, they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway On my old stud Leroy And the girls say Save a horse, ride a cowboy Everybody says Okay, so based on that This next update that I have it's going to be a uh, variation of the theme? I, it should be able to be a variation of the theme. So the, um, the Carolina Waterfowl Rescue Organization. They in Canada in the organization? No, it's the, it's the Carolina. It's not in Canada. It's oh, Cato- I'm sorry. Carolina. Water, they, waterfowl. They have found another use for bra clasps. Bra clasps? Yes. The ones that guys forever and ever and ever always have a difficulty unsheathing when yes. they're reaching to doing the reach around, sort of like Joe Biden does. And, and That's more, why Joe goes from behind. It's much easier if you're trying to unclasp the bra from behind instead of reaching around from the front. But more, so I'm just going to play the video without actually doing any sound. So as you can see here, can you see the, so here, what, Turtles who have had their um, shell broken, mm-hmm. you can take the bra clasp, the hook, the hook and and right. clasp. So if women are going to throw away their bras and take them off and throw them in the streets yes. this weekend, and I highly recommend it. It's hot. It's the Fourth of July weekend. So coming in up. other words, save a turtle, ride a let, cowboy, let the girls free. Oh, so we're going to do a remix of yes. So save the turtle. Let the girls out, or save a turtle, something like that. Save a turtle, let the let them all hang out, <laughs> because uh, they've tried various different things. But the bra class, they 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 glue them on somehow, like epoxy, mm-hmm. and then they, they they're like they, a clamp, but they don't how, stick out. See how they? Look? Yeah, that's awesome. So they have the strings going back and forth, and this allows for the turtle to still have some growth. And uh, for the shell to... Why is there a dude in that uh, rescue place? Why not one of the women actually demonstrating how you can take the bra clamp off, like make the X-rated version of this video, and then have the woman take her bra off and then take the clasp off and then save the turtle, like the Wonder Pets would do. I don't know, but uh, but you should let the girls hang out mm-hmm. and save a turtle. So I totally agree, I think Robin. It, it, don't you think it makes sense? And they're they're showing more and more that um, wearing. No, that's MacGyvering it. You know, yeah. I mean, everything has a purpose. You know, duct tape is the greatest invention ever. Ever, right? Free the tatas, save a turtle. Exactly right. Can we play that now and sing it? Free the tatas, save the turtle. I right, play this song one more time. Whoops. No, not that's that one. Not that one. That's a different one. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Save a shell, send your D cup. No. Uh, bump, da, 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 da,
So we have to come up with a good line, though. Free the girls, save a turtle. No, we have it. Save the shells and your D cups. The Swedish chef says it. No, I think it's like. Well, I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills, and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar, double round a crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never gonna be the same. Cause I saddle up my horse and I ride into the city. Free the puppies. Everybody says, save a child. Free the puppies. Free the girls, save a turtle. Save a turtle. About nothing. I'm singing and bling blinging while the girls are drinking. Because they're talking about girls anyway. And I wouldn't trade on Leroy or my Chevrolet for your Escalade or your Freak Parade. I'm the only John Wayne left in this town. And I saddle up my horse. All right, enough about the bride. One more time, all right, just one last time. I make a lot of noise, cause the girls, they are so pretty. Riding up and down Broadway on my old studly Roy. And the girls say, save the girls, save the turtle. Ah, Robin, it doesn't work. Well, somebody else should come up with it. It's an outrage. Free those puppies. By the way, we have Canada Day daytime baseball action, yo, on a Monday, July 1st. Yo, did you know that, Robin? Did you know that? I did not know that. We got action. And, a, and how appropriate, your Toronto Blue Jays laying a biblical beatdown north of the border against those Kansas City Royals who stink on ice. 11-3, to they're in the top of the seventh inning up there in the Sky Dome, whatever the hell they call that joint now. Blue Jays 11 on 16 hits. Royals three. You watch every game. There's double-digit runs scored now in every game by some teams. There may be. There has to be a record for not just home runs, but the number of double-digit games there have been in baseball this year. Every night. Well, okay, so are we back to thinking that it has something to do with the ball? Of course the ball has a lot to do with it. No, so like... like they're, 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 I, I said this earlier in the year. Rawlings is now having the balls, the baseballs, made by machines, and Uh the machines are winding them too tightly. And that's what's happening. They used to do them by hand. But to save money, because baseball was complaining about the cost per ball, ball. so they decided to make them with machines. And the machines will wrap them too tightly, and that's why the ball's harder. You would think that you could calibrate a machine to do it a little bit differently. No, the machines just do it one way. They don't know. I get the calibration sensation, Robin. But there is absolutely no doubt in anyone's mind that the baseballs are juiced again. And they're not juicing it because home runs were down. No. They're juicing it because it's cheaper to make balls by machine as opposed to by hand because they can make them faster now, and cheaper. Here's the next question, though. Is the fact that there are more points in the game, more runs, is that a bad thing? People kind of No, like- it's not a bad thing to see because chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. Back then we had juiced balls and juiced players, so that was a combination of the craziness. Now, with all the testing, and I know players are ahead of the game, but you don't see big monstrous guys hitting these balls. I mean, everybody's hitting home runs. You don't have to be, you know, a gigantic 
ga- gas house gang guy with the gigantic muscles. I mean, that was one of the, like, anybody that was going to criticize baseball, they said, oh, it's so boring, it takes forever, da, da, da. So It does this- take forever when you're changing pitchers and nobody can pitch and everybody's hitting the ball out of the ballpark or striking out. But doesn't this make the game more exciting to those people who might be criticizing not if you're of it sitting, otherwise? Not if you're sitting around for five or six hours like people were in London. That game on Saturday took like four hours to play the first three innings. Yeah. How was that entertaining in any way, shape, or form? It's well, ridiculous. The length of the game, it's the length that does matter in this particular case. So maybe there's something they need to do about that. But the fact that there's more points being scored, I think a lot it's of It's not points, runs, runs. Runs. Runs being scored. I hate to do I got to give it to you again, Robin. I got to give it to you again. It's ridiculous. There are more numbers on the board. How's that? Crooked numbers? The numbers, there are more numbers on the board, and people do like that. By the way, the great Freddie Galvis, don't call him Galvis, two for three today for your Toronto Blue Jays. The other story comes at Wimbledon today. You had that on earlier, and I, I told did. you to turn it off. I know. And you yeah. know what happened at Wimbledon today? No, what happened? Because you told me to turn it off. I know. I didn't even realize they were playing already. It's, it's early action. It's early action, but guess who got eliminated today? In first round upset action. Who? It's not really a shocker anymore. Venus Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Not Serena. First round? Not Serena. Wow. Venus. I gotta find the scores here. Shocker today in the first round at Wimbledon. Not Wimbledon. Wimbledon. D-O-N. Dean is asking, does Robin know what crooked numbers are? No, she doesn't. I don't, actually. When she looks at the checking account, she knows what crooked numbers are. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. And Scrapple Joe says that she got eliminated by a 15-year-old American. Uh, yes, I know. I'm trying to find her name here. It's, not, it's obviously not a well-known name. And, of course, ESPN doesn't have it on their main page. Sons of bitches. Eliminated Wimble. I can't spell. So we've had a couple of upsets. The number two seed. By Corey Goff. Corey Goff. G-A-U-F-F. Not Jared Goff. No. Corey Goff eliminated 15 years old. Wow, And, of course, Venus is now 39 years old. She won four of her seven Grand Slam titles before Goff was even born. So this girl wasn't even born. 2004, she's the 313th ranked player in the world. Goff, spelled G-A-U-F-F, youngest player to enter the main draw at Wimbledon since Laura Robson did in 2009, and she had to come through qualifying last week. She played in her first Grand Slam match, converted her fourth match point when Williams sent a forehand into the net, then broke into sobs after shaking hands with her opponent. Then the number two seed in the world also knocked out today. She was ranked number one in the world until last week. Yeah, I think Naomi. And that is Naomi Osaka. Mm-hmm. Hey. She failed to reach the second week in the past two majors. Osaka, as I mentioned, was ranked number one in the world last week. She lost to Yulia Punstiseva, 7-6-4-6-2 on Monday in the first round of Wimbledon. How about that? Wow. Now, now she won the U.S. Open last year, Osaka, mm-hmm. and the Australian Open this year, but then she lost the third round of the French Open and now the first round at the All-England Club. Now, Corey Goff um, is also coached by her father, Jared Goff? Yeah, so Corey, no. otherwise known as Coco, and it's spelled C-O-R-I, Goff, 
And her father's name is also Corey, but it's C-O-R-E-Y. Goff. That's it's confusing. Don't make it all confusing for us. Ridiculous. It's Corey and Corey. The 30, I mean, Venus Williams had won four of her seven Grand Slam titles before this girl was even born. And, of course, Venus had won. How many times has she won? Five times at Wimbledon. Tony, Five out. times Venus Williams won Wimbledon back in the day. Time out, Tony. What? We, we have to give either congratulations or it's an outrage that he's throwing our face in this. But AJ in San Antonio says, Tony, I'm listening to the show floating in a lazy river with many beautiful ladies around. I guess that's a beautiful thing. And you know what I'm doing right here? I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this Exactly. Don't you dare tell me this stuff when we're over here slaving over hot microphones. Damn, AJ. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I think we need to go visit him in San Antonio. I still, I want to go what to the Riverwalk. What lazy river is he? He's not, well, he's not, uh, he's not floating in the uh, San Antonio no. Riverwalk. <laughs> no. As beautiful as yeah. it is, that water's nasty. We can hey, on. You only, the only time you go on the river walk is when you're drunk and somebody pushes, pushes you, you in from one of the great Mexican they restaurants. Have, they do have nice little uh, boats that go down the river. Yeah, right? that's what the river walks yeah. for. It's, it was, it's man-made. It's not, a natural, uh, it's not a natural wonder of the world. I know right? that AJ... So AJ in San Antonio was supposed to come here and visit, and he was coinciding it with the next Cantina Laredo dinner. Yes. But we had horrible news for those of you who did not hear um, and weren't able to listen to the Friday night Into the Night show... We had shocking news. Yes. Shocking news. Cantina Laredo Corporate, um, they had been trying to get out of the lease, out of the can, uh, the King of Prussia Mall lease for quite some time because the King of Prussia Mall has exorbitant prices and they unexpectedly got out of unexpectedly. it. Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. Lee yes. got out of it because there was another uh, restaurant that wanted to go in and they made an announcement and said uh, we are out of the lease and we're out of here by Saturday. So this past Saturday, day before yesterday was the last night that they were open. Yes. We went up there we had an amazing time it was, uh, it was like saying goodbye to family almost because we've been, we've been going up there so no more tequila dinners unless Unless Canteen. we go down to Destin, Florida location yes. of the Canteen Laredo, where uh, Oscar and several of the employees will be moving to. Correct. And I may move down there with them. Just And then do live shows from the Canteen like Laredo it. in Destin, Florida. But, especially um, in the wintertime. So now baby. we are on the lookout for another fantastic Mexican restaurant here in Philadelphia. And there's a lot of them, by the oh, way. Yeah. People are like, well, you know, there's a place called Jose Pistola's. Yeah, it's a block away from us. Yes. I know all the good joints. We do know all the good joints, but we had such we a wonderful know, relationship. And yes, Elvez is one of our and, favorite places. And we also have a personal relationship with all these servers and, and staff and the GM. So we're hoping that they're going to be landing in great places and that they find another home soon. And um, But... That being said, instead of AJ and San Antonio coming here, maybe we should go down to San Antonio. Into the river walk, baby. Yes. And sell some, get some ice cream. Not, not blue cheese ice cream. I wonder if Mr. Softy, when he comes by, will have a little extra flavors in there. Put a little uh, blue cheese in there. Ugh. Ugh. Put a little hemp CBD oil on top. 
instead of putting like the dipping it in the chocolate, how about if you dip it in CBD oil and it forms that crust? Now, how about I that? A, I had a bottle of CBD oil that I just gave to uh, Luigi. You, you down with CBDs? I gave I gave some CBD oil to Luigi, and he's he's trying it out to see if that's going to help his anxiety. We're hoping so. So, yep. CBD is fantastic if you know how to use it. I don't use any of that stuff. I'm natural. I'm, I'm all natural, Robin. Now, Scrapple Joe just got back from Destin, uh, the Miramar Beach area. Oh, man, that's beautiful down Except there. Except right now, there's, there's scary, ba- uh, that flesh-eating bacteria. That's it's right. That's in, there all the time. It's, no, it's, it's usually in the clubs, the flesh-eating bacteria that I like to uh, no, associate No, in with. Destin, there are two people that came back from vacation recently with infections, and they're like looking at hopefully not from having that, to act- From the Gulf of Mexico? From the Destin area. So I think it's the whatever's going on out there. I don't know if I'd want to go swimming. I'll go in there, Robin, for you. You stay on the beach. I'll go down there. When I lived in Alabama in the 70s for a couple of years, you know, that's where people from Birmingham drive. Yes. Like people complain about driving two hours to go to the Jersey Shore here. People drive like six hours from Birmingham to go down to Destin for the weekend. Because, you know, six-hour drive, you're there for the weekend. It's a long drive, but that's the closest ocean. You know what I'm saying? Now, last year, we went to Chincoteague for the 4th of July weekend. Yes, we did. I think we need to make a... I know it's last minute, but we need to make a plan. Well, I'm making a plan on the air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, um, we have... Speaking of Florida... We have a Florida update? I have two different Florida updates, so I'm going to space them apart, and we only have half an hour left. Oh, give me a good one I right got now, a hammer time. Oh, we I, have a hammer time update? I have a hammer time update. Not the Phillies relief pitcher, J.D. Hammer. Not MC Hammer. Is it one of those two hammers? Yes, it is. Uh, Not Mike Hammer, of course, the former. Do you never remember Mike Hammer? Now, this one, we'll use this music instead of our normal Florida music. Okay. For uh, Because there was some major hammer time uh, going on in, in Navarre Beach. Where? Navarre. I'm not sure where that is. But it's in no, Florida. It's in Florida. And it's a beach, so it's either on the West Coast, East Coast, or the Gulf Coast. But Navarre Beach in Florida or the Panhandle Coast. saw a 13-foot hammerhead shark off the coast. By the way, Navarre Beach is just west of Destin, Robin. Okay. As so you go toward the New Orleans area along the top of the lower coast in the Panhandle. You know what I'm saying? Now, we have the, video of this too, right? Well, there's a. First of all, here's the still photograph that you're looking at right now. You it was a hammerhead. See, it was a hammerhead. You can see the big, the big shark fin sticking out. Um, but uh, they they closed up shop for quite some time. But it was approximately a 13 foot hammerhead shark Dude. was swimming off the beach for quite some time, and everybody was told, "Get out the water! Get out of there!" And um, then somebody caught video of. It off of their boat. They were swim. They they went up against. Whoops! Of course, we have video. Um. Now hammerheads, they're the ones that have that big. Their heads look like a hammer. Yeah, the yes. Big hammer. The eyes are on either side of it. And they are. They are. They can be aggressive. So yes, this they is, can. This is not something that you def- that you want to uh, screw around with. Oh, yeah. Let's get a little. Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the Gulf of Mexico. So there you see from 
top, and he was in shallow water. He was searching for. He's obviously hungry. He's searching for some. Uh, Not Lee Hammer, of course, who says no. It can be R six eighty for many, many years. I mentioned Mike Hammer. Remember Mike Hammer? Yeah. Stacy, I believe Stacy Keach played Mike Hammer. Did he not? Yes, that was a fantastic show. So not only are you dealing with um, bacteria, flesh-eating bacteria, but you're having the, the hammerheads going in there. I'll pass, thanks. Not me. I'm going into the damn water. Did you see that video? That I don't know where that was from. I think you posted it. These two dudes in a tank, and then there's a gigantic crocodile or alligator. Is that that look fake? No, it's a it's a real ride. I actually don't know where. It's not it a is. ride. Well, it's an experience. It's an alligator experience, and it's at some resort. Where? And you know? I don't know. I I tried looking it up. Um, granted, I didn't spend a lot of time trying to look it up. Not but- Greg the Hammer Valentine. As uh, AJ Marcos points out, but it's it's a it's some kind of an alligator experience. So there's a big alligator tank, and then they get lowered into like kind of like it's you like know, a glass cage, right? You know how like when people go, um, they they do the glass cage for shark encounters. Yeah, but they don't use glass cages. No, they the, use they use metal. They use the metal cage cages. So this is a big glass cage, like and they get glass cage. But these guys are underwater, so they're yeah. they're they're not dry. They're in water in a cage that's yes. lowered into this crocodile thing. And I saw this over the weekend, and I'm like, that can't be real. That can't be a legit. No, nobody's going to. First of all. No, it is It is definitely for real, because I've seen this same place with a with two women. Really? In it, yeah. And uh, I. <laughs> Put this... the video up again. For people who haven't seen this over the weekend, this is insane. Let me see if I can find it. See if Robin can find it here. I'm asking her to find it on the fly. We didn't have it planned, but. When I saw the shark thing, I was thinking immediately about that crocodile thing. I don't know if it was a gator or an alligator. Maybe this is just a cheap promotion for the big movie that's coming up called, what's it called? The Claw? Not The Claw. It's yeah. about alligators. So here it is. So this is... This the Crawl. Is, the Crawl, it's called. So you can see that there, the water is allowed into this, and then they get lowered in, and then the gator can swim right up and around it, and people that are inside can go underwater and see... And when I saw this, I'm like, one of these days, this ride, wherever this is, or experience, gator experience, is going to be shown uh, on when animals kill. Because that glass is going to break somehow, you know, a little crack, and And what's interesting, though, is that the people inside this glass cage uh, have to go up and surface to breathe. Yes. Because they're not, and you can see, they're jumping up, so it's just above water. Oh, and then the, the gator is like, chopping at the bit to cut their heads off. Now, now there's got to be... Obviously, it looks like that, that cage could tip over at any moment and then the gator could well, basically eat Well, I think it gets lowered by chains or something. Now, I am assuming... But there's that, no way that... If that thing could tip over, oh, and it I looks know. like it's going to, but I, there's got to be a way that they prevent it from tipping over. Because that'd be multiple deaths. I, and yes, there were bros inside there, no doubt about and it. And I'm assuming that above the water line, the cage is extended a couple feet so that the so that the alligator couldn't get up into it. Correct, but still, the people inside have to jump up, and their their adrenaline's rising. Oh yeah, and they have masks on, but they have to jump back up to get a, a breath of air. Mm-hmm. So as they're doing it, this gator keeps going up near the top, probably realizing that, that there's a point where the cage ends. And maybe he can grab an arm and just cut it right off and then eat that baby in there. <sighs> you got to be a dope to do that. 
And listen, I love Daredevil stuff. And I love sea life. It's crazy. But uh, that's kind of freaky. But the bottom line is that the alligator can't bite that cage because it's got angles, so it can't actually get onto anything. But but I'm telling you, someday, there's you know something's gonna fail. (laughs) Some people, I'm sure there's people standing in line to do that. Would you do that, Robin? I I would have to know everything about it before I would make that decision. Based upon just seeing it there, I would say no. But I have one guy who went over the weekend and had this reaction. What was the, uh, it was helpless, not a helpless scout. And then he proceeded to say, I'm a nitwit. Exactly. So anybody that knows where that is. How uh, did you find the story and not have a backstory to where that location called, is? So here's the cage of death. The cage of death. Swimming with crocodiles. Isn't that a WWE promotion that goes wrong and everybody gets excited about the pay-per-view? The cage of death? It's ridiculous, man. It's, apparently, it's in Australia. Hey, mate. Let's see if I can find a cage of death, swimming with crocodiles. Uh, it's in Croc Cove. What a croc. Croc Cove, Australia. Not even the crocodile hunter now, would probably I, do we, that. We, we have some Aussies. We have some people down under that listen to the show. Yes. And this is called the croc cage? What is this called again? Come face to face with the world's largest reptile in the cage of death. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Every cage of death dive includes 15 minutes in the enclosure with one of these massive reptiles. 15 minutes? I could could get my... I can get my car insurance changed in 15 minutes while I'm down in the cage watching the crocodile. Are they crocs or alligators? Crocodiles. So those are even more. Aren't those even more aggressive? I don't know. What do I look like? Uh, more aggressive. Paul than... Hogan. For God's so sake. So here's. This is the up top view. So you can see how far up the um, the cage extends. So, so Tony no sent way. us the YouTube video. Here of this. you can see Tony. You can see behind you. Okay. You can see how far up the cage extends. Oh, I see it. Okay. Okay. Let me. So it is hung by by chains. Yeah. And they can't get out of it. And then so, there's two chicks with the snorkels on. In that case, I, I think I would probably do this because you can see how far up it goes. And they videotape you from underneath. And, and I don't know why they have holes so they... Well, it's so that the water can... So that it can lower down in the water. No, but I mean on the side, if you stick your hand out of one of those slit, slits, can't that alligator just bite that thing off? Yes, but I, I'm sure that there comes with a warning. Do not. Yeah, that's because <laughs> because people aren't dumb enough. Keep to, your to, hands They're going to obey all signs. At all times. Not Almedo signs, of course. Or, of course, my favorite signs. You know who that is, Robin? No. You met her at the Super oh, Bowl year uh, after year um, after Inez year. Inez signs. Inez signs. Yeah. Or Inez signs. That is, uh, that is intense. <sighs> So you can see on the outside, see that. how far. Oh yeah, I do that. That's easy, man. That's easy. What do they charge for that? Let's see. We got to call my friend Chris Williams down there in Australia, who I lives know. down Fi- there. Now. We need to find out if she's. I got to go done down it. there and hang out with her. She invites. She have an open invitation to go to Australia. I know, we do. And then we also have our buddy, who's not in Australia, but he has a lot of con- contacts down there. That's pretty cool. Okay, I can see. I can see doing that. Yeah, I do it. I'm all about adrenaline junkie stuff. You know what I'm saying? It says that the cage of death 
for two people is $260 Australian. How much is that American? What's the uh, conversion rate? What is the conversion rate? Australian, 260 AUD. I don't know what the conversion rate That's is. Dean does. He, he follows the, he follows the stock market and the uh, the dollar. Is 180 bucks approximately. That's not too bad for two people. No, 90 bucks a person. To have like a lifetime memory to. If ha- you jump off the the uh, stratosphere tower in Las Vegas, that's a hundred bucks for one jump. Yeah. And it's over in ten seconds, and it's a it's a controlled dive. You know what I'm saying? I'd do that. I would do it. Seeing now the top of it and seeing how it works, I'd do it. Now there's not much soccer going on right now. Of course, uh, the Philadelphia Union is really playing well this year in the MLS. But speaking of the MLS, Robin. This happened last week. I saw it over the weekend. We got to play it. Because you know me. I love Wayne Rooney. Oh, yes. I have it here, Tony. Oh, Wayne Rooney. And it's unbelievable. It is. It is absolutely magnificent. He's one of the all-time greats. No doubt about it. Manchester United. You know, he's all-time leading scorer. Wayne Rooney then played in the... He's playing in the uh, MLS. And last Wednesday night, I believe, this game was. Wayne Rooney... Playing for D.C. United now, I believe. Taking on his former team in Orlando, eh? Was it Orlando the team they were beat? Yes. Yes. And all of a sudden, let's go to the tape. This is Wayne Rooney, and he wasn't even to midfield yet. He was, he's with Washington. He's playing with Washington now. And this unbelievable shot. Well, D.C. United is Washington. That's where D.C. is, the District of Columbia. And he kicks one. He, what's the term that they use in baseball? He walloped the soccer ball on the pitch. And it was elegant. It was very elegant. (laughs) This is elegance. Watch this goal in case you missed it. Wayne Rooney against his former team last Wednesday night, D.C. against Orlando. Wayne Rooney doesn't even get to midfield. And he lets that baby go. Pinballs to Rooney. Rooney sees Roel. By Canals. Let's watch it again. Balls to Rooney. Rooney sees Roel. Oh! oh! It's in the net! Oh! The Orlando goalie was right outside the box, and Rooney kicks it and actually gets it over the goalie who decides at the last second, holy crap, he's kicking it from midfield, yeah. and it gets over his head and goes into the net. It Unbelievable was amazing. goal. Amazing. Wow. And then the goalie was like, ah, shit. Boy, did I make the wrong decision. Well, the goalie's figuring nobody's oh, kicking yeah. it from there. They hadn't even crossed midfield yet. And Rooney just let it go, and it went way up in the air. It was high. It is far. And the goalie's running back as fast as he can. He has to turn his back and run toward yep. the net and then tries to make a Willie Mays save over his shoulder, and it had a lot of juice on it. I don't know what the exit velocity was, but that was an unbelievable shot by the great. And the headline says, Wayne Rooney is still too good to be in the MLS. Even though he's an old dude. That's a pretty good job out of Wayne Rooney. It was beautiful. I think he looks Irish. Is he Irish? No, he's a Brit, but he looks Irish. He's great, though. So, Tony, we have uh, have 20 minutes left, and we do have 
two more. I, it was a heavy, heavy Florida weekend. Yes, it was. <laughs> now, Is it every weekend? It was also a heavy weekend here in Philly, unfortunately, for all the wrong things. Yes. And now the weather's hot, people are outside, and they're doing all kinds of stupid shit, and they're having barbecues, and then people get on Instagram and say, hey, there's a big block party, and then uh, hundreds of people show up, and then police cars get destroyed, and then that's what happens every weekend now. But anyway, that was from 70 yards out, Robin, that goal. It was fan-frickin-tastic. But we have more Florida updates, Robin. We do have more Florida updates. We have two. One is a good one, and one is a funny one. Should we? This is, we've got to give props to Florida when props are due. Yeah, we usually do. Unfortunately, there aren't many of those. And we also have a... What's in the box oh, update? The box. Don't we have mail call today, Robin? Oh my gosh, Tony. Do I have Bruno. to remind you of everything? I forgot. How can I forget? We got a package on Saturday Hold and on. we said we have to wait till the show Monday yes, to open I've, the package. I can't believe that I've I've oh, this in entire box? time there's been packages Isn't behind Isn't the package me. like right behind you? Yes. Jesus. What's in the fucking box? Exactly. The mail's here. Come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Amazon delivers. Well, neither snow, nor spring, nor rain, nor thunderstorms, no hole in the roof will stop Amazon Prime from delivering those smiley face packages. And it's not in the box. Oh, in the box? It's in the package. Okay. A bubble wrap package. And now Robin is reaching her arm deep inside, very deep. So deep. And look, ladies and gentlemen, we asked for it, and we wow. get it in record time. That was fast. You just mentioned this on, I think it was Friday, right? Uh, yes, I have ride. a digital clock. It's set at 1238, which is about two hours off, but we can fix it. Battery operated. I said I wanted one of those old school digital clocks. And this is one of those old school digital clocks, and not only that, but it is an atomic self-setting. Oh, man, is it nuclear? Um... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it set to Greenwich Mean Time, well, or sure is it set to the atomic clock? I don't know. I think it, it says. I think. Oh, that's in French. Atomique auto réglable. It's auto adjustable. We. Oui. Batteries included. Batteries are. Are they included. French batteries? Are they uh, American batteries? Hey, look. The time is correct. How amazing it's is that? It's been already preset. Wow. Wow. Let me see what time it is, Robin. Oh, and she's clearing off the, uh, the, the hermetically sealed cover. 3.43, 17. So we even count down the seconds. So that I will never be late again for the show. And I will always end it exactly so at 4 o'clock Eastern. We need I have to, to have it in front of me. So I could put it right up there, but yeah. I don't want to cover my wine stuff. We'll have to figure out the perfect spot to put it. Maybe like right here. It usually should be in front of the announcer. I know, but then I wouldn't be able to see it. But you so. don't need to see it, Robin. <laughs> you don't even remember. By the way, uh, one of our great people on. Uh, it, it, I love a good atomic clock in the morning. This is nuclear. So, it's from Marathon. So the and then and then uh, somebody got us some more um, some other the, the the cables that we are in need of so that I, I'm not constantly patching. Beautiful. And let's see, this is another, and oh, awesome. More uh, USB cables? More USB extension cables that are in different colors. So in, Oh, so you, I love I, color coding. Now who, I love that. The only problem is, is that there's nothing in here that's, 
Oh, wait a minute. Yes, we do. Is there a, is there a note? This is a gift. This one's from AJ? Again, AJ? Are you serious right now, bro? Hold on a second. Is the other one from AJ, too? I don't know, Robin. I didn't open the package. What's the matter with you? I don't see... Sheepers. Wow, 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 wow! Well, the, those extension cables were from AJ, but there's no... there's no. Uh... Are they in the same package? Or there's a separate package? It was a separate package. Well, don't worry about it, Al. We'll sort it out after, Robin. We're trying to do a professional broadcast here. What's the matter with well, you? We, I want to make sure to thank the right people, so... We'll thank them tomorrow. We know that, uh, that AJ got us the clock. Because I mentioned on the air we needed a clock, an old-school clock, like in the studio. Now I need an on-air light. And I'm not asking for people to get that for us. But I'm just hinting that somebody could get it. And AJ doesn't have to get everything for us. I know. Can you go on uh, professional broadcast, LOL? <laughs> hey, now. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Actually, you know what? That is really impressive. Even though I feel like oftentimes I'm reinventing the wheel because we're doing stuff that nobody else is doing. Yes. The this is as close to a professional broadcast as you're going to get. There's people all over the internet doing shows. Yes. Are they doing it at this level? No. We're taking it and up to the next level. This, the is, interesting... this is near network quality programming here's you're getting right here. Here's the interesting thing is that even though <laughs> it's just you and I for the most part that's doing this and I'm the one that's doing all the technical stuff, normally there would be like four or five people doing what I'm doing alone. Exactly right. But, um, Which is why we're not going to dock your pay when people are suggesting because you forgot the mail and didn't uh, have any idea how baseball worked. Uh, people were suggesting that you should be punished for that. We have other people <laughs> referring to this show as you guys need to see what Tony Tony Bruno's doing. So there are other people using this show as an example of what to do. Exactly. So there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, so are we going to go and give Florida props real quick? Yeah, let's do a Florida update now. Now Because we've got to take care of business first, Robin. And the mail is most important. It was important. Every show that's ever been in existence that has mail call or, you know, it's time for the mail or the emails and you read stuff. Come on, Robin. So in Florida, they finally find... Wait a minute, I've got to play the music, okay. though, Robin. Shall we do the double Florida up- update? Yes. Okay. I love double headers. We'll do double headers. Down to Florida We welcome you to the Sunshine State Dean says, Robin, there are 49 other states. Get updates from, from them, damn it, instead of going to Florida, you freaking, you're freaking... Dean, there's this Florida man who's making millions of dollars producing all of these... He doesn't make them up. We do stories from other parts of the country. Yes, we do. But a Florida update is almost like... It's, it's like your daily bread. Give us this day your daily Florida update. And forgive those who trespass against us. Now let's go down to Florida once again. Your correspondent, Miss Robin. And Dean, just because of that, this is specifically for you, Mr. <laughs> Florida now has a law that it should have had a long time ago, but just saying, that you it is... Totally illegal. Not just, not just. You can't marry your sister. No, it is illegal to text and drive. It is illegal to use your phone and drive, and you will be ticketed if anybody sees you. Click it or ticket. So breaking down what you need to know about the rules aimed at getting results on our roads. Mark Layman's live in Orange County, and Mark, one big thing drivers need to remember. 
Some agencies will start giving out tickets today. Yeah, there's been a bit of a misconception that there will be a grace period. And some law enforcement agencies had said, yes, that is you the know, case, I'm that there will be a grace fast period. Fast forward here. Let it go. That starting today, if you're well, caught really texting while behind the wheel, you will get a ticket. Uh, yeah. Keep the phones down and eyes on the road. When you head out the door this morning, texting while driving is now a primary offense. That means drivers can now be pulled over and may get a ticket for using their phone behind the wheel. It's about time. You know, if you're operating machinery, you shouldn't uh, have your eyes looking someplace else. With the new law in effect, there are some do's and don'ts drivers need to keep in mind. You are allowed to text while stopped at a red light and you can use GPS and answer a call, though Bluetooth and a car mount are recommended. What's not allowed is texting while in traffic or at stop signs. The same goes for scrolling through social media or playing games on your phone. That's how it should be. Mine's in the council, hiding. Can't even see it. While some agencies may start with warnings, others have said officers will start handing out tickets today. First-time offenders can be hit with a $30 fine. That goes up to 60 bucks if you're caught again. Factor in court costs, and that text can cost you another $100 or even more. So there you have it, folks. And that's state law as of today. State law. Now, here's the thing about this. And somebody makes it. FML Oops, Tony hold checks in. Hold on a second, in. Tony. Let me turn your volume up. So say that again, because I have to turn our volume down. Otherwise, there's an echo. So when... Anyway, when, that's a legit story, because it's July yes. 1st. That law went into effect today, July 1st, all across Florida. Yes. There's a lot of Maryland. When I go to Maryland, there's signs don't... There's You'll get tickets. There's a lot of states that have anti-texting laws, and they should. You can't drink and drive, but here's the problem for police. The police are sitting off to the side of the road, <coughs> especially on holiday weekends. And what happens is they wait for people to blow by speeding. They can't see if you have your seatbelt on. They can't see if you're texting. I always know when somebody's texting and driving oh, in front of tell. me. Oh, you can They're all over the road. So no it's worse than being a damn drunk driver or being stoned and driving, people on their phones. It is the worst distraction ever, ever, ever mm -hmm. made when you have people driving a machine that could just destroy your life or so otherwise. So now I'm, I'm curious to find out, because I think police officers should be able to do this, that if they pull you over because they suspect you of driving distracted with your phone or whatever, they should be able to ask for your phone so that they can see whether you just sent a text or not or whether you just made a phone call or not. Now, FML Tony, which is a great name on our Twitch board. Yes, it is. Says it's such a, such a stupid law. Officers must prove driver was texting. They may ask for the driver's phone, but driver, driver may refuse. Just enforce the laws and ready on the books. They don't even do that I because know. there's so many laws. You got seatbelt laws. You got uh, not using a turn signal, staying in the left lane. If a cop wanted to stop everybody on the road, they could, but they're not. They're just trying to protect people. So I agree with this law. Of all the laws that are coming mm -hmm. on the books, this is the one to me. That is the most important. Agreed. Because more people are dying now than ever. Not because they're just drinking and driving. And it's not even it's just because they're not paying attention to in front of them. And it's not even just death. It's just accidents. Even if it's just fender benders and, and other types of accidents, you don't necessarily have to die or kill somebody for there to be an accident. And there are so many of those. Now, I know people who have gotten tickets in New Jersey. If you stay in the left lane, the Atlantic City Expressway, two-lane uh -huh. road. People get in the left lane, and they stay there. If you're in the left lane, and then you're keeping people from the flow from going, right. you should get a ticket, and people do. Because people don't even – this is how stupid it is. People who have driver's licenses don't have any idea 
of the rules of the mm-hmm. road. Or how to drive. Oh, All you I do know. is get a license, you go pass the yeah. test, boom, you got That's a car crazy. and you're driving a car. Now, Dean mentioned something which I have been saying for years now that the go- this is one thing where I think the government needs no, to step in. No, the government in. should have nothing to they do with this. They need to step in and they need to tell car manufacturer companies, car companies that there needs to be a device inside the car that as soon as you get in the car, it automatically disables certain things on your phone. And people will find a way to beat the system. Like they, like they can, they can open their phones and unlock or, phones. Or they ignore their seatbelt exactly. siren, Dean. But um, but no, they're, like if that happens and then they get into an accident, then the police would be able to see that you have overridden that. Exactly. That and the other thing about thing, how do they be- know you're going to test text, they can just go into your phone records. They don't have to confiscate your phone. But it should be an auto. I mean, it, you shouldn't, it shouldn't, it's one of those things that shouldn't be left up to a person. I don't want the government. I I, think, the government should, the government can't even take care of any of the basic services for they this country. Did, they did for seatbelts. They did for seatbelts. They made it a law that you have to so have seatbelts. So what? But, no, the, but the government so doesn't come in and, if you want to call the police, the government? No, that's the, the police is, that's what the government's supposed to do is protect your safety and get criminals exactly. off the road. So this is another safety protection thing. It should be automatic. When you get in the car, you cannot use your phone to text. I agree, but that technology isn't there yet. Yes, so it the, is. Where? It is It is because you could... Because people don't want... People think that you're, it's... People are texting us right now. The people are complaining that that's government intrusion to do that. No, it's not. Every, it's not. I'm not saying the government... I'm saying that if you're texting and driving and somebody can tell... You should get a ticket for that. Every single phone now has an option on there that's called auto mode or car mode or whatever. It's uh, and and you you physically have to put that on there yourself. I understand so that, ca- Robin. So it should be that as soon as you get in the car, it automatically switches over. I to agree, car mode. but guess how many people will say, "Screw that! I need to be on my phone." You're asking people. To, people don't care about laws, Robin. That the one the number one thing about laws is people find ways to beat them. Whether it's, I'm not talking about murder or the, the heinous crimes everybody knows is a heinous crime. I'm talking about people like, I don't need to wear my seatbelt. Or I'm going to text because I need to be on my phone. People don't care, Robin. Obviously, there would, there would be those a-holes that do that. But then if there's an accident, it would be a lot easier to find them because, they could, because police could automatically tell that something was overridden. But for 90% of the people... They would automatically, they wouldn't even have to think about it, and they would not be able to utilize The number of people still on their phones is getting bigger and bigger every day. When I get on any major road, we're on the Schuylkill Express, whenever I see an accident, I am automatically know why that accident, why there's four cars running into each other. Some moron on their phone, the first car, is not paying attention, he, and everybody's got big SUVs now. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always worry when I'm in front of an S, behind an SUV, because I can't see in front of them. If that asshole's on his phone... And he's not paying attention to what's going on, and he slams on the brakes. That's why. And these people are tailgating each other. They're riding fast on top of the car in front of them. And again, I'm not trying to be preachy and, and tell you how to drive. I'm just saying, as the majority of accidents today that you will see on every major road is because of somebody was distracted, whether they were drinking, whether they were high, or whether they were on their stinking phone. And the thing about texting that I never understood is you're on your car, you're on your phone, you have a speakerphone. Why not just talk to the person? I know. Why do you have to sit there and send one-sentence replies? If you have something that important to say to somebody, call them on the damn phone, talk to them. But they can't because nobody knows how to talk to one another anymore. Well, and here's the other thing. Let's just go back 
what, 15 years? When you called and left somebody a message or... You had, you had a... You had a uh, the, before they had the, the car phones, right. they had the pagers. Right. And then you'd have to pull over and go to a phone booth to but call you, somebody. But nobody expected you to get back to them within two seconds. Exactly. Like, they were like, oh, well, within the next hour or so. Right. Now, suddenly you think, if I don't reply right away there, they're going to think I'm angry at them. Yeah, screw or, them. That's like, what I am. I don't, I don't respond to texts right away. You don't never. Be- no, because I, I'm doing other things. I'm not dropping everything I'm doing. Not because I don't care. I check the texts. And if I have to, when I sit down to check the text, by the way, that's when I reply. Jack Arnold, Robin needs to move to Saudi Arabia. She'd fit right in. Exactly right. I would fit into Saudi Arabia? Uh, no, I think I would end up being stoned to death. I think that that's one of their rules. I, I think that people like me are, are not approved of over there. <laughs> <sighs> they're letting women drive in Saudi Arabia now. Thanks. To, they're, they're actually entering the... 17th century now that we're in the 21st century. It's ridiculous. <sighs> now, Ed Nasta says that his dad told him that back in the day they were afraid to put radios in cars because they thought that that would be too distracting. Singing along to a song is not distracting. No. Getting on your phone and doing this when you're driving and you turn to the person, if you're driving in your car right now, I guarantee you that the, you pass five cars, at least four of them will have somebody on their phone. And you can tell, the person in front of you, you can tell when they're on their phone because they're weaving in and out of the lanes like drunks used to do. We used to always say, oh, that guy's drunk. Look at it. Now it's like that guy's either drunk or he's texting. And then I pull up and I say to Robin, guarantee you that guy's either drunk. And I always say guy first mm-hmm. because I'm not a sexist. And then we pull up next to them and it's a woman and she's texting. So I always say guy first. Says, last night, last night there was a guy. No, I say guy first. And then if it's a guy, I say, see? But I go say guy first, and if it's a woman, I say, see, I didn't blame a woman first. I blamed a guy. But women are just as bad as men. You want equality? Equality is women on their phones abusing the texting and the, and the nonsense. Now, A.J. Marcos is accusing me of being mad at him because he sent me an email that I have not responded to. And if that's true, then I have to give myself a big bump, bump de bump because I thought that I'd gotten to all sorts of stuff today, but there might be a chance. I'll get back to you within a week or 10 days normally. I'm sort of like the doctor. That if, you want med- if you have Medicare and you call your doctor, he gets back to you within 7 to 10 days. No, we, we answer emails and stuff as fast as we can. Well, Except when Robin's down here for 12 hours a day. So I have to, I, I will give myself a major bump, bump, de bump if I somehow missed that, and I apologize, AJ. Well, you did, so I have to give you one. I, I, I believe today is a new personal record. Canada Day. Barry, uh, Bobby Bonilla Day, and Robin has set the new personal one-day single record. We're going to call the Guinness World Records people and say Robin today may have approached double figures. I'm going to have to go back and review, but I think today is the first double-digit day for Robin getting ripped. Dean, I think Robin should be suspended for one show (laughs) after today's performance. (laughs) Except, Tony, there might be a problem with that. Yes, I can't do everything. Well... (laughs) No, let's let's try that again. What would happen if we would just Robin do audio would... only, and I would do what I used to do when I didn't have to worry about cameras and songs you and things like that. You wouldn't even know how to turn it, how to stream. Yes, I do. You think I'm a total idiot, Robin? Oh, you could turn the board on, but you wouldn't know how to stream it to anybody. No, I wouldn't be able to stream it. So nobody would. You could. You would be. No, doing... I, I'd figure it out, Robin. You think I just <laughs> fell under the rate? You just uh, just fell out of broadcasting school. It has matter. nothing to do with broadcasting school. Just have Robin set everything up before the show, and then. Exactly. No, I have to have Robin here. 
This is Robin's card. Tony's along for the ride. <laughs> no. Yeah, I would just call Twitch customer support on the air live to try to figure out how to fix stuff. <laughs> I would love to have somebody. Well, Jack Arnold there. is not a big fan of Robin. He is really, really calling you a, a hater of freedom. Well, you said you wanted to move to Canada. You're proving today that you're anti-American. Are you going to go join Antifa and put on a black mask and go out in the streets and, and throw uh, milkshakes at people made out of cement? Oh, hell no. Okay. I just love the Kelowna Valley. <laughs> it was beautiful. Who? Like, the Jerry Kelowna Valley? The, the Penticton and the Kelowna Who? area, Kelowna Valley in, in Canada is one of the most beautiful places on earth. And uh, it's like, if you imagine Napa Valley... And Tahoe, all in one location with a big double lake. It's just gorgeous. You know, when I, when I would think of it, when I go about those places, I go to Tahoe and I go to Napa Valley. I don't need to go into a country that doesn't want me there, that hassles me when I try to cross their border and treats me like a criminal. Screw them. I'll just keep my dollars, which I understand. And by the way, the metric conversation we had earlier, people were correcting me. And I was right. I said the only thing we care about that's metric. I mean, uh -huh. technically, the average person, the only metric thing they know is soda. Two-liter bottle right. of Coke or Pepsi. But tools, now you have to know metric. But you don't even have to know metric. You just have to have a set of metric tools and a set. And I'm, not talking, I'm talking about wrenches. Yeah. You go to your car now, a lot of cars are, are metric. And, metric. and so what I do is I have two sets. I don't know the metric numbers. I just put an American tool on it first. I'll put a three-quarter inch on, a half inch, five-eighths, whatever. And like, shit, it doesn't fit. I'm saying fit. that doesn't fit. It's got to be metric. So then I get my metric uh, wrenches out, uh -huh. and I find out something close to it, and I put it on, and it fits. And then I don't really give a shit what it says how many meters it is, <laughs> millimeters. That's how I figure out. So I never have to learn whether it's 17 millimeters or 15. I just use my regular good old American OEE, whatever it is. OED or OEM. All I know is that growing up in the Netherlands, it was so much easier that just everything was divided by tens. Tens, 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 tens. It was so much easier. It is, and that's what, no, everything's easy now. I know what a gallon of gas is. I know what a quart of milk is. I know what a, I know what a CVV, 40 ounce is. CVV says drug dealers. Yeah, that's the only, too. that's it. Drug dealers. <laughs> And uh, car, and mechanics car mechanics who have to figure out their metric. But nobody uses a metric conversion. They just go into their car and they see if the wrench fits. And if the wrench fits, you must acquit. Then you don't care about metric. We, we tried, remember OEM, Original OEM, Equipment yeah. Manufacturing. Thank you, sir. OEM, not REM. OEM, Original Equipment Manufacturer. That is great OEM knowledge right there. But the metric system stinks. It stinks on ice because nobody in this country needs it. They tried it with gasoline, and then they found out that the gas companies were scamming you because instead of charging you for a gallon, they charge you by the liter. And then they found, figured out, people figured out when they sat home and said, how do I figure this crap out, that they were ripping you off because they were actually charging you more per, per, per yeah, liter than it would cost for a gallon of gas to, to do multiple liters. See, they, were, they thought that they were going to be able to like uh, trick the American public, and the American public would have nothing of it. If they'd done it legitimately and, and actually charged you what it would have been for in a reality, gallon. Yeah, then... Yeah, it's gallons. That's all we know. Yeah. Put in, except we got to get rid of the 99-cent thing. Even the 99-cent store doesn't charge 99 cents anymore. Get rid of that .99 on the end of gas. Just make it an even number. I never understood that, why gasoline is 3.99 or 
or 3.87 or 8.9. I think they think it makes it look less. Just ridiculous, man. Why can't we just get things simple? And by the way, Swedish Chef nailed it. If the wrench fits, you must turn that shit. Doesn't really rhyme, but it sounds good. Well, we are going to save the other Florida update for tomorrow when Dean calms down a little bit. Dean's excited because the stock market went up today. And that should do it for this day. And a fun day indeed it was. Canada Day. I'm going to go out and get some uh, poutine and some boutons. I'm going to pour some poutine on some boutons later on today. It is Taco Tuesday tomorrow. We'll be back. Thanks, everybody. We see their names scrolling. All the folks who contributed their today. Their scrolling disappeared, damn it, Tony. No, I see it on the screen. Yeah, just for... but it. All right, now it's going to run out of time here, Robin. Can you stop it again? Yes. I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to step on you here, so to speak. And don't chat room and drive. By the way, we're gonna thank everybody. We'll see you tomorrow for the big Taco Tuesday extravaganza. By then, the other half of the NBA will be traded. The entire NHL would have been traded, and we'll bring everything back to normal. The baseball, the soccer, everything you need to know right here. Bruno Nation Live. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. And God bless America. A happy little mountain. It's the greatest place on earth. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. See you soon.